We are recording. Yay! Yay! Amanda. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What happened last time on Dungeons & Dragons? A whole hell of a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And I can help you through it. Uh, What do you need? Anything? Yeah. It's actually two sessions you have to reset. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to be uh, fair. Like well, six hours. Well, that first session, I mean, basically in that first session, you guys, you know, untied yes. uh, untied Rangram. Uh, we you know. saw that there's a scry spell in there, Sonic's Curse. Um, and then I took it to the free scroll and I hit it. Beautiful. Yeah. So fucking beautiful. <laughs> You were so mad about it. You wanted to burn it. <laughs> I did, but then you had this diabolical idea. I would have lied to you if you told me about it. Yes. As it is, though, I have no idea what you did. <laughs> Are you in what it was? Oh, she froze. Oh, no, you did. Hmm? Okay, and then, um, so, after that, after Calamity left, everyone was still there. Grim decided he was going to leave to go to Woodhaven, and he and Raygrim talked outside. Um, he's going to go talk to the Calabras. Um, and then he says, you know, Kel and Nerissan are cool, but that Calamity girl, man. <laughs> I don't know about her. And then Kel and um, Nerissan were having, like, almost the same conversation downstairs because of the way Parasia was. <laughs> um, so then Nerissan decides to go talk to Parasia because she's pretty sure... Crashy's doing something evil. Um, it turns into Chani in the street. And Chani's like, what the hell's going to happen? When did you get bad? And Narasana just gets incredibly suspicious right away and won't answer any of her questions. Well, she jumped at me. And I just was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but then you eventually tell her what happened. Um, and then you go talk to Praxia and you intimidate her into telling you that she doesn't have any... A diabolical plan that she's really just declared, just hanging out, and you know, if things were going to do something bad, then she definitely wouldn't want to be part of that. You're like, ah, okay. And then you left, and then I think we all went drinking. Um, <laughs> um, <coughs> yeah, you- we, Jack Kell um, decides he's gonna. Try to get uh, both Fatshlov and Alia to go with him. Fatshlov nips the fuck out of there. <laughs> <laughs> nope, the fuck out. And insults Kalia in the process. Yeah, nope. you're a dick. <laughs> I poured water on Kalia and and Cal like a pair of cats in heat because <laughs> they were found we found him naked the next morning. Like. In the middle of the conference room, which is like the front room of the, isn't it at the front room? Yeah, like right in the door. <laughs> well, they didn't really have anywhere else to go, and they weren't going to fuck in the dungeon. So, <laughs> and the trophy room is full of silver tongues. Not the most of romantic of places. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. So, uh, and then the next morning, basically everyone leaves. Uh, Kel goes to Kralson. Uh, Nersana goes to Kralson too. Um, 
I go to uh, Richie's car and Rangram goes to Carthol. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I don't know. Oh, so I have two of them, or maybe can we each of us like tell what our character yeah. did? Actually, that's a great idea. Way to get out of it, but I like it. Maybe we just have Sarah do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's uh, so we'll start. We'll just do it in the order. So, Rangram, what happened? What happened last session for Rangram? Um, Rangram went on his apology tour, um, kind of going across the country and talking to all the people that the families of the people that he killed, and letting them know that um, Conmore was actually the one that was responsible for it. And um, he went and spent time with Rotark uh, and the goblins, trying to find some peace. Which he eventually did, peace and forgiveness, and um, and then he was picked up, <laughs> and then Arya broke up with him, yeah, and is yeah. <laughs> really just. By the way, I'm broke and I'm leaving you, <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> which is, I mean, truly a good decision because Rangram is an awful boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Grim and uh, I think is it Eidos Calabra? Yeah. Um, and then Grim and Eidos Calabra pick Grim up. I mean, pick uh, Rangram up and uh, take him to. I think they took him back to <coughs> where all the dwarves are hanging out. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. And then I spent time with mom and. I don't think there was anything like critical that happened during that period either. And then I just had to leave because it was time. We were heading back to head back to New Haven. Okay. Uh, know what happened? Uh, so I went to Crailson and intended to spend a. Um... Oh, okay. Uh, intended to spend a week there, but uh, found out about Lord Samilkin and went to the Sylvian Temple and pretty much went right into it. I got to, I, I got sent to the Blight in order to make up for my penance for helping to kill the Unicorn Umara. Mm-hmm. So I spent the winter months traveling there and then using Sunbeam to clear portions of the Blight to plant trees. Uh, I Successfully did that. Planted a thousand trees. You skipped the part where you went to McKinney. Oh, right. I did. Uh, well, that's the surprise. I forgot about it. Um, I ended up in McKinney at midwinter. Uh, realized that none of the people in the town felt guilty at all about the fact that the mayor had covered up a child murder. And in fact, none of the townspeople paid any sort of respect to the child that their mayor covered up the murder of. So Narasthana does not have <laughs> Huh? That's about vindicated. Oh yeah, Narasana feels very vindicated about all that. Um, she got to talk to Lady Darcy to to kind of close that and uh, finish that arc off. Um, then she went to do the tree planting, and she sacrificed twenty three hit points to um, not resurrect, but bring about another unicorn, Abaro. And then she decided to hmm? birth another unicorn. Nope. Nope. We're not using that. Nope. 
Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Your unicorn mommy. Nope. Specifically not using that term. Very deliberate. Um, then instead of fucking right off, I decided to stay and continue to clear um, the blight, which felt really good. Ooh, I did find out information about um, the Flavians and the fact that they are gathering in Pericles, so I'm really excited to tell everybody that information. Um, and then I can go ahead and tell them what we talked about, right, Chris? Yeah. Okay. So after I well, left, actually, no, and- let's leave that. Let's leave that for the. Let's leave that for the session. Oh, okay. It'll All be, right. It'll be so- good for good dramatic. <laughs> that's not designed to make me happy chris <laughs> all right that's what i did that's what i did over the summer um all right uh, or i said winter oh, in this case uh calamity all right so i started out in virtue's car and i was hanging out with um tilius thus Vale. Mm-hmm. um and he recommended that in order to find out more stuff about the orb, I go to see Orlaxon. And I'm like, well, I assumed Orlaxon was long dead. And apparently everyone involved in this book is living forever. So that was good. <laughs> because I was able to travel up there. And on the way up was my birthday. And there was uh, a little bit of... Uh, <clears throat> weirdness going on in the orb, which is strange because it's weird in there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Roderick had um, experienced all the bodies into a birthday cake, and then he lit the heads over on fire. <laughs> Roderick is the sweetest. Yes, <laughs> no, I ended up there, and um, relaxed felt the need to go into detail, too much detail about... Uh, Condi's conception as the <laughs> harbinger of Zelda. <laughs> yes. And so she was real sad about that. Um, and then she asked, uh, so like, apparently Floppy and Zelioth are the two of the same types of interdimensional chaos god yeah. group technically things. Deep, deep ones. Elder gods. <laughs> yeah, so um, she found that out. And uh, she really wasn't fond of any of the information she was given. She decided to like rub that off by uh, going to go visit her bestie and see how he's going. And that even goes worse when she goes up and meets up with Veritas because he's totally evil now. Mm-hmm. And he's possessed by the flame of. Uh, well, I don't know if he's possessed by it or he so much lets it live with him, the flame of Morad. Um, he basically told Calamity that she'd have to put herself to Morad or he'd lock her away forever. And she was like, well, I don't want to do either of those. He's <laughs> like, you should give me the orb. And Calamity's like, well, fuck it, whatever. And so she hands him the orb. And then it sucks uh, the um, flame Morad out of him and starts sucking the life out of all of his people around him. And so she turns it off and then he gets mad and tells her to leave. And she's like, whatever, fine. And fucks right off. And leaves. <laughs> <laughs> leaves the country and then rides home by herself, sad, but then she found found out that uh, now she has resistance to <coughs> necrotic um, damage not necrotic, radiant damage no. <clears throat> and that was it and Kel? and Kel? 
let's see. Went uh, home to Carlson, had a debriefing, not that kind, before <laughs> the desks. Um, <clears throat> uh, gave them some information. Worked on uh, the rebuilding of Carlson after uh, Earthquake Fire Demon. And um, when it got really cold outside, uh, Devoren sent him away. Um, and he went down to Metalos, had a, a lovely um, time, and uh, discovered something interesting that no one else knows about yet. Mm-hmm. Um, made his way back to Carlson, can continued to do uh, rebuilding, was attacked by a cloak, which is going to take him a little while to get over. <laughs> uh, you forgot about how you lost all of your money. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's in come, he's gone. Pretty much. <laughs> um, he probably really forgot. No, I mean, I know. <laughs> Not really concerned about it, though. Um, I mean, it was nice to have. For the rest of us, because we lost our party funds. <laughs> then it kind of became party funds. Right. None of you knew he had it, though. Yeah. Yeah, but no. you were really paying him anything. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, uh, before he left, Uragil had some parting words. He had a brief exchange with his sister, and uh, then he headed on back to New Haven. All right. The sound of water drips from the ceiling of a room. Darkness penetrated by a single source of torchlight coming down a hallway. A tall man probably with some giant blood in him. He's walking down a hallway. Uh, uh, a, a cloaked a cloaked figure uh, walking next to him. Conmore says, we really must do something about the decor in this place. It's not terribly chilly. Or, not terribly... Not, it's not terribly uh, cheery, as they meant to say. Uh, the cultist says, well, you know, privacy, of course, is the most important thing in a place like this. Got to make sure that we keep the outsiders out, yes. He says, so how much further is it to... He says, no, oh, just around the bend here, just around the bend. Come along now. He says, you say it's been down here for seven months. He says, give or take, yes, yes. The uh, hooded figure... Pulls out a key and unlocks a door. Opens it in. Opens the door into a cell. The sound of breathing. The only sound in the room. Conward grabs a torch and walks in the room looking at the ruined body of an angel. Symbols of Flavi carved all over its skin. Mm. He says... He says, and you think you've broken it. Yes, yes. Took a while. This will on this one was strong. But they all break. They all break in the end. Conmore considers it for a second. He says, prove it. Unchain it. Are you sure you want to do this? He could be very... He says, did you break it or not? (laughs) I'll do it pulls out a smaller key and starts to undo the manacles. The angel falls from the rack. 
crumpled on the ground and slowly begins to rise. Sitting, sitting on one knee, bows its heads before the two of them and says, What? What do you wish of me? Welcome to Act Nine. <laughs> ah! Oh boy. Yay! <laughs> Fireworks explode over the city of New Haven. Yay! The last lingering snow having melted, steady, uh, steady drizzling of rain has been raining as people celebrate the new year. It is the first of rebirth. It is mid-spring, 1633. Everybody roll me a d20. <laughs> 14. Ooh, 20. 15. 17. Also, Kelly, your birthday is the 13th of rebirth, by the way. Good to know. Ooh, coming up. Hard A. <laughs> <laughs> Should call you or call you a nice, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, what did you, what did each of you each of you get on your rolls? Fourteen, fifteen, seventeen, twenty. Rangram, you arrive in the morning. I think I'll go home. Walking through the um, familiar streets of New Haven. Uh, as you do coming in from the coming in from the east, you walk past the uh, down the main drag, uh, past the town square, past the mayor's house, uh, and head further west down the road towards your domicile next to the lusty normal. All right. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of anything that I would do except to probably um, just check in with Kalia and. Johnny, let him know I'm back in town. All right. You head into the Lusty Narwhal and find it full of people who are getting their drinking started early. <laughs> Kalia is manning the bar. Uh, she looks up at you and says, and kind of waves you over. <laughs> Walk over. Hey, Kalia. Rangram, you're you're back. She says, uh, "Can I get you something to drink?" Uh, sure. How about a, a nice stout ale? She pours one for you and says, "I don't have Am much I... Time, I don't have much time to talk, but you good?" I think so. Um, you know, it's <laughs> it's been it's been rough, and and I still got. I still got work to do to make amends for what I've done, but uh, but I found a measure of peace with it. She nods. She Most says, of the night. She, she <laughs> says the mistakes of the past can haunt, can easily haunt somebody. She says it's good that the only thing you can do is move forward from them. It's good. To, I'm glad to hear you've you found that. 
She says, oh, if you excuse me, I've got half a dozen other people i got to give drinks to, but I'll talk to you later. Okay. All right, so she <coughs> tends the bar. It's, the place is hopping. Uh, what are you going to do? you going to hang in here for a while? or? I think I'll finish my beer and then, then go, visit, go visit Johnny. All right. Uh, all right, you head down to the uh, the square. Um, and uh, there's, by the way, there are uh, tents, kind of big tents set up everywhere, and streamers and people out playing in the street. Uh, despite the fact that it's muddy and a little rainy, it, it doesn't it hasn't seemed to dampen the cheer at all. Okay. Um, when you get to the uh, you get to the mayor's house, um, you actually find her out uh, in in her yard directing some of the people that are doing her landscaping. <laughs> of course, I'll walk up and say hello. She uh, turns and looks at you. Um, Only an insight check. Four. Her face is is unreadable. She says, Rangram, how was your your trip? Helpful. I think, you know, I had a lot to work out, and I've I've done most of that. But I wanted to to come by and say hello and let you know that we're, we're heading back to town. She says the rest of your comp- there says the rest of you are going to be here too. Yeah, yeah, I think we sh- should be arriving in the next couple of days. She nods. She says, "Well, um, perhaps perhaps tomorrow we can do dinner or something." Sure. And you you know where to find me, I guess, and mm-hmm. enjoy the enjoy the festival. She says, "Now, if you'll excuse me, uh, these irises aren't going to plant themselves." You there, get those irises in the ground. Not there, over there. <laughs> All right, I'll wander off and I'll just kind of, on the way back to the house, mm-hmm. I'll just kind of scout around the the festival and kind of get a lay of the land of what, what, what's going on so I can brief everybody else when they, when they come back. Okay. Uh, you get back into, um, you get back into the house, uh, your key works, you open the door. Uh, you find um, Osborne. Uh, he's actually in there tidying up the, the conference room. Oh, Master Rangram. It's good to see you. Welcome back. Oh, thank you, Osborne. Um, oh, thanks. He says, uh, he says, you guys were away longer than I expected. We owe him money. <laughs> he says, uh, in fact, uh, he says, I hate to, hate to bother you when you first come in, but uh, my dues are a month and a half behind. Oh, do I know how much we pay him? Two gold a day. I think I should. No, but I mean, I think I was part of those con- that, yeah. that initial conversation, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sixty gold a month. Okay. <clears throat> Sixty gold. Yikes. Um. So six, twelve. So you owe him ninety at the moment. Well. Um, or I'm sorry. So that, yeah, yeah. Nice. That's so that's six platinum, six platinum pieces per month. Yes. Yes. Okay. But well, we're behind nine platinum. Yeah, I'll give him twenty-four platinum. All right. So that's that's good for um, another two and a half months. Sure. All right. Sure. All right. Um, 
Seven. Luckily, I had some money. <laughs> Your next payment is due the 15th of Sylvian. Okay. Maybe you'll all be dead by then, so it won't be. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> you should have only paid him up till the 13th of planting, because we yeah. might die the next day. <laughs> Um, all right, so uh, he takes your bags and he says, "I'll bring this upstairs for you." I appreciate the appreciate the prompt payment. No, great, thanks. Uh, and as he takes the bag away from you, you hear a knock at the door. Holy shit! I <laughs> I go and answer the door. Standing in front of you is a six and a half foot tall dragonborn. You briefly met. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. You're that friend of Narasana's, right? Yeah, Kel. Hey, come on in. Hi, Ben. Oh, you know, keeping busy. Uh, I'll um, try to eat. Kel, roll me a dexterity save. <laughs> to avoid tripping over me? <laughs> I rolled a natural one, Chris. You bonk your you, you, you bonk your head on the hanging uh, eye that's in the conference room. What <laughs> my chandelier? I'm sorry, it's just too real for me. I have to because I do that every time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the decorations Calamity and Veracast put up in here are really something. Yeah, they're nuts. Also, Ringer, oh. you know that Narasthana put that one up. Yeah, that one's fine. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Yeah, actually, that one's Narasthana. I don't. I she's fallen under a bad influence. No, I killed a bad thing in the shadow fell. Get out here. Yeah. Rangram <laughs> <laughs> knows I mean, that. Calam- I think calamity. Well, yeah, Rangram knows that. <laughs> <laughs> but Kel's not gonna. <laughs> calamity and Maricas had this thing about. Pulling body parts of off of animals and out of animals and people, just for fun. I mean, silvered tongues. I yeah, I saw those. I, I don't get it. It's you know, very strange. very strange. Yeah, and I think I think Narasana got the collecting bug a little bit too. So hopefully she's worked her way out of that. Well, I have to see if she can. We can get her into stamps or something less. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, so, um, I'm guessing she's not back yet. No, no. You, you're, you and I are the only ones. The only ones here. Okay. <laughs> I. You want, want to tell me about what you guys did while I was gone? Uh oh. I mean, while you were. Bat shit crazy. Yeah. Uh, thought your brother would have filled you in, but um, sure. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess he would have. Well, when we have filled you in the night that we went drinking. Yeah. Oh, that's right. All right. So well, three awkward hours later. <laughs> <laughs> um, Calamity, you are riding in the new New Haven from the north. Mm-hmm. Coming along into town past the constab- constabulary. Uh, past Thurgus Tower, which, much to your, much to your sadness, is still very shut down. Uh. Um, several people in the town wave 
and then kind of like gop at the size of Kyle. <laughs> Giant. Such a good kitty. Um, as you're as you're riding in, uh, you pass Bud, who's actually heading back towards the constabulary with a couple of uh, people who are already too drunk. Because uh, this is it's it's at this point about two in the afternoon, and uh, right. he's got he's got one in each hand. He's just lifting them up by the scrub, like pretty much like like kittens, like by the back of their necks. <laughs> law and order, baby, law and order. Yep. And uh, he as he walks by, he just says, "Oh, hey, calamity." Hey, bud. He, does he wave with one of the drunks? He does head? actually. He <laughs> one of the they vomit everywhere. Yes, that is canon. Roll out dress now, don't you, Brian? And eventually, you make your way past. There's actually like a, a carnival type thing set up in the uh, in the in the center of town. A uh, lot of tents and food and people dancing and music. Um, so it's it's actually more inconvenient for you at this moment than anything else. Of course. Um, but you make your way uh, to your home. All right, I'm going to put Puka in the stable. Mm-hmm. Do we have like a out back house like yeah. a shed? Yeah, thing? you have a there's a, your stables in the back of your house. Okay, but I mean besides the stables, they're like a shed for like household yeah. tools. Oh yeah. Okay, I want to find an axe. Yeah, you got it. Okay, so I'm going to go inside the house. Mm-hmm. And then we're gonna go up to my room. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you as you get to the stairs, you notice uh, Rangram and Kel sitting in the conference room, just kind of drumming their fingers on the table awkwardly and looking at each other. At some point in three hours, <laughs> Kel would have gotten out like a bottle of Metalosian, <laughs> uh, like, you know, tequila, and been like, "Eh." All right, so you, you see you see uh, some uh, very tipsy, mildly inebriated Rangram and Kel t- drumming their fingers on the table and looking. at each other. Cool. Everybody has a purpose, so she's walking with purpose and an axe upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> you two see this. You just see her come in through the back and go up the stairs carrying. And as she as he goes up the stairs, you just see like behind her just an axe. <laughs> yeah, I, I, can, I can imagine like mid mid sentence, Rangram and Kel just like look over and then look back at each other. I I, I I'll go check. <laughs> And then I follow her up the stairs. Hey, Calamity, what the hell are you doing? She just keeps walking straight to her room and starts <laughs> I know taking doing. the axe to the bunk beds. Oh! Oh, <laughs> oh, no. oh my god! Super pissed off! I'm, I'm, I'm peeking in the door, so... Uh, <laughs> you would... You and, you and Veracass ain't besties no more? I stop for a second, glare at him, and then finish up with the uh, bun breads, and then I go into the um, uh, the trophy room and take the axe to all of the shells in the trophy room. <laughs> and the last thing I do is embed the axe in the wall where we have like the Veracast wanted poster in there. Yeah. We go downstairs into the dungeon and just like pull up the spiked heads mm-hmm. and take them outside and just toss them in the garbage. I I have a feeling like after after seeing watching this for a little bit, probably after the transition from the room to the trophy room, um, <laughs> I would just go back downstairs and 
tell Kel that I think she's she's gone a little bit nutty, and she's luckily destroying all of the disturbing shit. <laughs> so uh, you see her come back up the stair with like an armful of heads as she walks out the back door. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember whose heads those are. <laughs> Uh, one of them is a goblin head. Um, I'm trying to remember what the other one is. Doesn't matter. Head. Doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I mean, spring cleaning is a time honored tradition. <laughs> yeah. Normally, it's not done with an axe, but you know, different strokes for different folks. I guess. Sure. Sure. Do we need to start fireproofing things before Nerithstana gets home? <laughs> That that question should have been answered two years ago, boys and girls. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of Narasthana, you are riding in the New Haven from the south. Um, I learned my lesson last time. I'm checking in with Chani so I don't get accosted on the street. <laughs> See, it was effective. Um, so you ride in. You ride in uh, past the uh, Temple of the uh, Eight. You notice that the um, the rubble. Uh, from the old Morad Temple has been cleared off, and the entire area is just one plaza now. Um, okay. Uh, there is a uh, you do know actually several tents pitched up in there for the festival, um, and um, and uh, as you ride in, you uh, actually yeah you as you ride into town, you see um, Chani. She's actually out in the streets um, talking with some citizens, and uh, she notices you wave, and uh, she waves back. I approach. Mm-hmm. I got a couple questions for her. Yeah, she uh, kind of dismisses the uh, people she's talking to and comes up and looks up at you at your ho- on your horse and says, Narasana, welcome back. Thanks. Good to be back. Yeah. Uh, how have things been here while we've been gone? Uh, she says, quiet. We've been, you know, it was winter. <laughs> um, people kind of hunkered down. Uh, she says we um, got the uh, old Morad temple cleaned up. Uh, still haven't decided what to do with that space. No. Um, she says, luckily, though, the, the statues are still there, so that's good. Yeah. Um, um, probably putting up a Morad temple is a bad idea. She says, we agree. <laughs> she says, we, uh, we found out that, um, well, she says, we, we, have a, we have a fair bit to discuss, she says, but I'd rather not repeat it a bunch of times, she says. Um, I talked to Rangram earlier today, and she says, we're thinking about doing dinner maybe tomorrow. Cool. Um... Just has has Faircast been seen in the town since we've been gone? She shakes her head no. Okay. Um, also, can I describe Larissa to her and ask her if anybody's been seen of that description? She <laughs> she's says, met Larissa. <laughs> she's she says, "Oh, you mean your bard companion?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, she says, "No, we have <laughs> okay." Uh, by the way, I just want to point out. Um, all this is Larissa the serial killer business. The serial killer is an elf, and Larissa is a human. So I know. No, I mean I'm not suspicious of Larissa. I'm laughing because even when I we <laughs> still forget everything about Larissa. She just she just has one of those one of those faces. Um, <laughs> I tried so hard, and uh, I still fail. Yeah. Anyway, she says. Um, <laughs> uh, she says, um, anywho, um, no, we've not seen Larissa. She says, not since, uh, gosh, she says, I think the last time we saw her was when you, was when you set out the Carthel before everything exploded. So it's been a while. Yeah. She's All right. With you, well, though. she's, 
Yeah, she's not in the country anymore, so... She says, I was just wondering about her. She says, uh, well, well, maybe she'll turn up. Yeah, hopefully alive. <laughs> Alright, so you make your way back to your home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you saddle up your horse, or saddle up, as you stable up your horse, you notice there are several severed heads in the back alley by your house. <laughs> you also see Calamity's horse is already there. Yes. <laughs> and these are, I, I recognize these severed heads, right? Uh, but you, you gotta, you kind of, you kind of like nudge them with your foot and you're like, wait, I think these were in our basement. Yes. <laughs> okay. Because Narasthana wanted to talk to Calamity. Well, I'm going to go in the house and talk to Calamity instead of pontificating. I'm actually going to talk to you. <laughs> All right, so uh, Calamity, um, shortly after you throw the heads out, um, what do you uh, You hear the back door open and uh, Narasthana walks in. Hello. Hey. Hello. Oh, cool. Everybody's here. Awesome. Are you guys all in the conference room, or you spread out? I am lying in on the couch in the main front room. Wait, there's yeah, a couch. The, 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 I said there's a couch. It's a so conference couch- room. There's a, there's a table, some chairs. Yeah, probably a couch. Sure. Right. There's a half-empty bottle of uh, tequila on the table. <laughs> I offer her a shot glass. <laughs> all right. Yes. Uh, so I take a swig. Um, so why are the severed heads in the alleyway? <clears throat> I don't want them anymore. Oh, she also cut her bunk bed in half. I did. Top way, not <laughs> middle way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I think she also uh, smashed up your trophy room. Yeah. yeah. So things haven't gone well while you've been gone? Shitty. <laughs> oh, also, trip? by the way, um, coming mm. down the stairs is Kyle, who is almost <laughs> the size of granite. Holy shit, look at that cat. It's not even a cat anymore. Dragon cat. How you doing, buddy? He, he walks past you, kind of nuzzles up against your leg as he walks past. And he puts his paws up on the kitchen counter and grabs a piece of fish off the counter and then just goes and walks back upstairs to his room. <laughs> I think we need to teach him manners. I mean, like, I get it. He's hungry. He's a growing kitten. But, you know, maybe just like a... <laughs> okay. He's, he's clearly intelligent enough to know manners. Two things. It's way too late for that. <laughs> maybe. You can't teach a cat. And... False. Who in this, who in this group would teach manners? I mean, we could try. I have great. I have a great animal handling bonus, and I would like to try. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll be a long-term plot. That's not something you're going to be able to take care of in a roll. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a long-term thing. I'm going to just keep it in the back of my mind. Um. So, uh, yeah. Well, uh, huh. How's everybody? <laughs> oh, um, are you wearing it? Yeah. Everybody roll me a perception check. Are you wearing it? <laughs> 17. 19. <clears throat> 10. You all notice she is wearing a silver holy symbol of Sylvian around her neck. I thought it was wood. 
or a, a wooden, sorry, wooden, wooden. So I got that Sylvie, yeah, wooden holy symbol of Sylvian around her neck. Silence. <laughs> I, I, I'm. I feel like Calamity feels like she should say something, but all she can really do is just sigh and shake her head. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, <clears throat> I had an interesting few months. Sure, you all did as well. I I, I cast Mage Hand, and a, and a spectral hand appears and points at the <laughs> the the whole symbol. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like this mage hand is basically mage laser pointer at this point <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say if you touch me with that we're going to have problems no no that's why and that's why I did it with mage hand because I could do it from across the room and run <laughs> <laughs> so you've uh, converted well I'm you know, not really. Implies that there was something before. Uh, that's the fifth. Yeah, there was nothing before. Contracted, yeah. maybe. Contracted. <laughs> that's funny. Coming that's to funny. you. She came down with a case of the religion while she was done. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, mean, God. you're not going to get all chatty about Sylvian now, are you? No. I swear, one more person tries to convert me to following their god, I am sick of it. Yeah, Vericus was always a big pain in the ass about that. Yeah, Veracast is going to be a problem. Veracast will fuck off. Huh? You're jerk. Okay, who'd like to talk first? <laughs> I had a nice little vacation. Nothing happened. <laughs> who else? Maybe we should start with the one who has taken an axe to the house. I think that would probably be ideal. Or we can start with the lighter stuff and work our way there. Yeah, let's do that. After you. I had a very nice visit with Rotark. Oh. Uh, helped me. You really know. nice visit with Rotark. He's 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 enthusiastic. Uh, yeah, Rotark the bear chested he's a crazy person we met in, in our travels. Didn't you make him rage black out the last time we met him? Yeah. yeah, but I mean, to be fair to him, I'm pretty annoying. Oh, well, to most people, I think. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, he helped me with uh, some of my anger issues and some of my, uh, you know, <laughs> and, and, and finding peace, because, you know, it, after he lived, he, he, what he lived the lifetime of all few hundred goblins that he killed. So he was somebody that I thought could help me try to come to terms with what I with what I've done. <coughs> and I've still, you know, I still owe a lot of a lot to the world. But but uh, but I think he helped. And then I visited mom. Cool. Sounds so. like he had a blast. <laughs> <laughs> it was very nice, actually. Connected with my family, and you know, dwarves are good people. So, so. Did you hear anything from your brother? Yeah, I ran into him. He's uh, he's good. Edos uh, has. Uh, I think he's he's going to talk to Veracast. 
What? Edos what? was going. After, was Edos going? At, who was Edos going after? Not very. Chris. Oh. Do you remember who he's? Oh, Conmore. was he going after Conmore? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so that that at least we don't have to worry about. So. Well. Well, I mean, we don't have to worry about him trying to kill us. Okay, fair. And oh, I mean, yeah. he's oh, he's going yeah. to try to kill Conmore. So, or I was gonna say because Conmore's going to be a problem too. Just FYI. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, I think that's it. That's about all. Cal, your turn. Uh. Spend some time in Creelson, cleaning the place up. You were a coat, you told me? A cloak, yeah. Um, <laughs> the life, tried to eat my face. Um, <clears throat> said something about um, Flavi, Flavi never forgets or doesn't remember or something. I, I wasn't really paying attention because it was like around my face at the time. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, that happened. Um, it's the only article of clothing that's tried to kill me. <laughs> uh, spent a little time in Middleos. That's where I got this delicious tequila. Um, had some fun times, some experiences, which I won't go into detail. Um, and uh, that's pretty much it for me. R and R. Nice. So, I, uh, huh? Oh, I was going to say, so who's next? Oh, I got this. Um, I, uh, connected with the Church of Sylvian, uh, because the unicorn business was really, really, really bothering me. And I actually ended up in the blight, planting trees. <clears throat> I spent, what, a couple of months, Chris? Yeah couple of months planting trees in the actual blight. It was uh, really cool. I actually managed to clear the blight itself with Sunbeam. It's really great. Um, I talked to... Do you remember that uh, Akachita lady? Rangram and Calamity, the one who helped us with the squid monster at your dad's wedding? Yep. Mm-hmm. Also, sentences that only could be said in D&D. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I talked to her, and they actually caught a Flavi cultist on their way south. Apparently, <laughs> the Flavi cultists are gathering in Pericles. Um, and shit, I didn't actually make notes on, but you all heard it. So we have to be cautious on that. I did find out that Veracas killed another unicorn. This one, Solari. So... If I see him again, I'm turning him over to Solari. Just so you guys know, that's where I'm at. And, uh, yeah, I decided after my penance that um, I'm really, really invested in getting rid of Flavi. So I went and talked to the high priestess at uh, Sylvian. That's where I got this, and I point to my little symbol. So are you now a cleric, or are you just, like, super into it? Um, no, I'm, like, the nuclear option. Like, if I need to blow something up, I can ask them for help. If they need something blown up, they can ask me for help. You know, like, I'm not a priest. Like a friendship bracelet. 
It's a friendship bracelet, yeah. Like, apparently, if I get killed, they'll resurrect me at cost instead of, like, with an upcharge. And if I need, like, healing and stuff, I can go into a Sylvian temple. Um, but, you know, like, I'm not supposed to hunt for sport or take more fruit than I need. Um, they can ask me for help, but I can say no if it's terrible. Um, if I see anybody being shitty to nature, I'm going to whoop them. Probably not kill them because I'm supposed to, like, have some restraint now. That's a look at that. That's actually a laugh. That's actually a Rangram laugh. <laughs> I'm working on it, all right? I'm working yeah. on it. Uh, I didn't kill anyone while I was gone. <laughs> I mean, I that's always good. Yeah, yeah. great. There's got this huge surprise look on her face, but I didn't. <laughs> uh, so yeah, community service. <laughs> You're gonna be moving Solari's couch or Sylvian's couch. So, so you're 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 off the hook with the the paladin and the unicorn business. With Sylvian, yeah. Virtues is still out to get you, though. Yeah, but fuck Virtues. They've been out to get me since I was born. There, there's the Narasana we all know and love. <laughs> so, good to know you haven't changed that much. They put me in a basement and tortured me. They can fuck off. No, no, I'm right, I'm right there with you. Well, I think we're all updated. Oh, wait. <laughs> Anger House, would you like to? Would you like to uh, share share with the group? <laughs> really, I have but... missed Ingram so much. <laughs> <laughs> really, because you know, I was just seeing the exact opposite. <laughs> oh, to be fair, Narasana was thinking the opposite, but Caitlin is so glad to have this sassy attitude. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> So I went in, I hung out with Tilius for a little while, which is pleasant. Um, and then in order to find out more stuff about, you know, terrible elder tours, I went up to Lorraine. And on the way there, uh, it was my birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy belated birthday. I had, um, Roger did something that was unsettling in that delightful way that he has. <laughs> Roderick is a is a Nothic that she trapped in the orb. So he crimed in himself. Yeah, he wanted it. I was like, what's the? You know what? It's not important. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so um, you know that book. Mm. Yeah. yeah. By Orlaxon. Well, I met Orlaxon, who actually was. Wasn't that written thousands of years ago? Hundreds. Oh. Yeah, it was weird. I was surprised too. <laughs> Um, would chat it a little bit. <clears throat> also unsettling. Um, apparently, the reason that the gods allowed Falavi in in the first place was to help protect them against other great old ones, which are, you know, so Zelioth. Like the one that, you know, you're getting yeah, led into the world. Yeah, oh, by the way, and if he does come to the world, what he wants to do is eat all the gods, which is fun. Well, we have to stop that, right? 
Yeah. Probably. Probably. Um, apparently, when this whole ritual started was it's really gross. She got really into the idea of my conception and talking about it, and that was nasty. That's weird. Apparently, the only reason I'm here doing anything is to try to bring Zelia off back. I don't even know if I can stop it if I want to do. Oh, and then to make myself feel better about that, I found out where Faircast was. Went to go see him. I'm not saying he was going to kill me, but he def- was de- was not definitely not going to kill me. Really? Also, he has the flame of Morad in him. Oh. I mean, he's a little more sprightly, but he's also, like, 100% evil now. And a super dick. Oh, and, um, <laughs> he tried to take the orb, and it may have sucked in some of the flame of Morad. So, ah, isn't the whole, like, do we know that you're feeding the orb by doing this? I don't know what I don't know anymore. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, I I mean, I think we... I think it's general knowledge. Yeah. General knowledge. So how do we keep the orb from eating? (laughs) I'm working on a couple plans. All right. We have a fucking ancient dragon to fight in like a month and a half. And that's got to be a huge amount of power. If you're in that fight, that little orb's going to be all... (laughs) Ah! Ew! That was a terrible sound effect there, Sarah. You used milky tentacles. That was a very appropriate sound effect. Don't go around snarking or snorting or whatever. Is there a safe place we can put the orb where it's not going to devour stuff? Not at the moment. Hey, Chris. Yes. Do I do I remember? Do I remember the details? I'm assuming I do, but it, but I'll double check. Do I remember the details of the um, rituals, like how to perform them? Yeah, <laughs> they were they, they were in languages you don't understand. Uh, okay, but hey, you know it's a holiday. He wants to go get fucking drunk. Oddly enough, for once in my life, not really. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm now entirely sober, sitting next to a, you know, world-ending device, no offense, that will eat your soul. Literally. I mean, that's not hyperbole. It will literally eat your soul. And the rest of you, your body, too. That's fairly disturbing. So, Calamity, do you have any avenues that you need to, to research? I mean, the only thing that really tells you about him is our Laxon, her book. And I try to talk with her. I thought about asking her how to destroy it, but she seemed really into it, and I don't know if I would have gotten it out of there safely if I had asked that question. That's fair. Maybe if the four of us asked. <laughs> oh, we don't want to drop to Lorraine. That's so gross. It's terrible. Well, plus we we That's can't bear castles. <laughs> Darties. Plus, we have a dragon we have to take care of before we leave New Haven again. 
That's like a month and a half from now, right? <laughs> and it actually might be the best thing for New Haven to put far away from it. <laughs> <laughs> when the angry dragon it, comes it, to kill us. No, doesn't it just wasn't it around pop back out where we got rid of it? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, oh, we don't know. We don't know. Fuck. So, so here's no. here's here's what you do know. Assuming, <coughs> assuming Narakesh survived her time in uh, the wastes. Ooh, uh, I read hopes. Uh, assuming she survived. Assuming <laughs> assuming that um, she hasn't made some sort of alternative deal. Uh, yes, she will reappear where she was banished from. Wait, we sent her to. Yep, we sent her to the gray waste. Mm-hmm. You know who's been fucking around in the gray waste lately? Barakas. Yeah. Do you think he'd answer a letter from you? Oh, he's in Lorraine. Never mind. No, he's in uh, what's it called? Sidurus. Sidurus. And also, I don't think so. <laughs> he, he was very unhappy. Well, oh yeah, no, I he... guess I should tell you. Um, you you would have noticed this when you left. Like the fire, <laughs> like like you taking part of the fire out of him. Like it's left his like his face got burnt. Like he has like dark circles under his eyes now. Like he almost looks like a skeleton again. Like wow. Hmm. So, you know, it seems like we've got a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. And all of it shitty. Yeah. Oh, for funsies, on the way down from Caesar's, I made us a list of uh, the people who <clears throat> we either have to kill or are worried about killing us, and it's, like, really fucking long. <laughs> What's yeah. the list? Yeah. Well, let's just... Pin that to the icebox or something. Yeah. I actually write it out and send it to you, Chris. Alright. <coughs> so. Short term problem then. Maybe not problem, but calamity I wanted to ask. I'm I think I'm more curious how it compares to I actually have the same list, so I'm curious to see. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, Calamity, do you mind if I turn the trophy room into a bedroom for Cal? Do with it what you want. It was okay. a very small room, if I remember correctly. Chris, it's it's not very large. It's it's about large enough for a teleportation circle and some trophies. Oh, but it's got a teleportation circle. Is in there? <laughs> yeah, never mind. Um, is my bedroom big enough for two? Yeah, I'll just rent a room. It's fine. I was going to say we could put a bed in there for you, but you wouldn't be able to bring your ladies back. <laughs> we could we could sacrifice Kyle's room. I don't know if Kyle's room will that happen. Upstairs, you just hear a noise. It's just like that's how he slams the door. Isn't he your size now or bigger than you? I mean, yeah. I mean, theoretically, I mean, granted, it's bigger than Rangram. So, yeah. Like, yeah. If you if you're on all fours, Kyle is a little bigger than you now. Oh, I assumed he was yeah, no, bigger than me for a, a long he's time. He's a greyhound size, right? So he's like this big. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, oh, yeah, I mean... So you're I, barely taller than him. I figure I can take him, though, so... <laughs> no, no. I'm fairly... <laughs> since, wait, since Charles have Blue Dragon, how well did he and Caldell on? Um, it's a... <sighs> Uh, he, he, he didn't, he didn't, well, he didn't really see Kel much, but yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't care for Kel. <laughs> Too funny. Yeah, but he's a cat, so you can't really tell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I think that, that sums it up pretty good. Well, <clears throat> meanwhile, the folks outside continue on with their celebration, oblivious to the horrors that face the entire town and all of you. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the editorializing there, Chris. <laughs> it's, yeah. Hey, that's my job. I guide and I flavor. That's what I do. Well, we've got, we've got dinner um, with the mayor tomorrow. I until then, do we want to do anything, or I'm going to the bar? Yeah, let's go drink. <laughs> I guess that's fair. If, if, if the most immediate problem is six <laughs> weeks away, yeah. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe we'll get struck by an epiphany while we're drinking to forget everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's happened to me before, so yeah. <laughs> No, that was Tiffany, town. Kel. That was not an epiphany. It was <laughs> by a Tiffany. Actually, yeah, that probably did happen. Is Osborne still around? Yeah. Uh, no, he he, when, he kind of he finished cleaning up and he he kind of took off for the evening. Um. <laughs> so did he? Did he happen to clean up the mess I made? Uh, yeah, he he took care of the the wood wood the wood splinters and the. He left the axe in the wall because he thought that might be art. Um, <laughs> but he tidied everything else up. I don't get it, but I like it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's entitled Betrayal. <laughs> Betrayal by Calvin Klein. <laughs> All right, so yeah. you guys go drinking. Um, Whoa. It's quite loud. Yeah. Oh, it was a <laughs> named Epiphany. <laughs> fair, fair. All right, so yeah. uh, you guys go drinking. Uh, you guys actually find yourselves at, like people give you a respectful distance, but like everyone's happy to see you. You've established you've established a sort of local celebrity uh, in this town, and people for some whatever reason don't seem to blame you for a lot of the recent problems in the city. <laughs> Are there any more recent problems that we don't know about? No, no, just the things like, you know, the temple exploding, the other temple exploding, the, you know, the town briefly, the town briefly being taken over by the uh, Virtusians, you know, uh, etc. The captain captain of the guard being sucked into another dimension with a dragon? When I'm like three, you know, when I'm like four or five dreams in, Mm -hmm. I'm going to start just talking mostly at... Kalia about how we can't rebuild the temple, Morad. <clears throat> Kalia, Kalia says, "No, I agree. We shouldn't. We shouldn't rebuild it." Good, but the petting zoo can stay. <laughs> I like that one. 
Uh, so she says, oh, about the petting zoo, um, we moved it. Good. She says, we're actually using the former temple space just as a public plaza. Sounds good. Who needs fucking temples anyway? <laughs> she, oh, yeah, you know what a flaming carriage is? <laughs> What's that? You know what a flaming carriage is? She, oh. says, <laughs> she says no, but I think it requires you to roll on the carousing table. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so she, you, teach, you tell her, uh, she, no, she actually says, yeah, I've heard of it. She says, it's a d- bit dangerous. Are you sure you want to do that? Narasana <laughs> hears this and holds out her arcane focus and says, take this, take this, take this. <laughs> <laughs> and before, <laughs> before I let her have it, I put it in her hand. I bring her hand really close to me. Kalia, I trust you to give this back to me. But if we're doing flaming carriages, it could go very wrong. She says, she says, <laughs> I'm going to let her have my arcade focus. She says, it's very irresponsible of you, Narasana. Never drink and never drink and spell. So <laughs> I, I like to imagine that there's a um, pitcher behind the bar with like an arcane focus or two. And, <laughs> you know, like, it's it's like the bridal. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the next thing about drunkenly driving a horse is that the horse will guide you home. (laughs) Horse isn't going to run into a tree. Yeah. All right. So if you are carousing, go ahead and let's roll some carousing checks, motherfuckers. Yeah, yo. It's been so long. I think we need to make a crafting table, like, come up, each of us come up with, like, five different random things, and That's then... Not good. <laughs> I, yeah, let's do that at some point, because I, I, I've been kind of wanting to do that myself, and I looked up some, like, and all the alternate ones I found on the on the, on the internet, like, are just not good. They're, yeah. like, they're very, they're, they're way too specific, and most of them involve, like, weird sexual things, and it's just like, no, no. Of course. All right. Yeah, so I mean, this is um, a D10 and a percentile dice? Yeah. Yes. Rangram, are you abstaining? Um, no, I, I think I was going along with it. All right, what'd you I get, Rangram? 24. All right. No. Calamity? 48. Uh, Veracass? <coughs> Veracass is here? Kel, sorry. Sorry, Rangram was back, so... <laughs> it's confusing, I know. Uh, Thirteen. Ooh. Oh, excellent. And for the highest, seventy-four. Ah. Yeah. All right. Um. Cal- uh, Calamity and Narasthana. You guys, you guys, you guys get you 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 uh you drink for free, but it's you guys manage to be really responsible, much to your annoyance. <laughs> I thought higher was worse. No, no higher is better usually. Worse. Yeah. Huh. Ringram. Okay. <laughs> you are. It is. <laughs> it is two in the morning. You are stumbling home, which shouldn't be that big of a trip, because you Cause live next door to the tavern. <laughs> <laughs> However, you find yourself in an alleyway. Uh oh. Remember, I go to Bardo? 
<laughs> she strikes again. And standing in front of you is Romardo the Bardo. Damn it, you stole my thunder. <laughs> Romardo the Bardo. Are you kidding? <laughs> no. <laughs> and you, you. By the way, you are. You see, like two of him standing mm-hmm. in front of you, and the the ground is pitching and awing, sort of like a you're on a ship. Come play with us. Come play with us. <laughs> Long time no um. see, Rangram. <laughs> So you meet again. But I don't remember meeting you the first time. Oh, you tried to come in. Why did you try to kill me? I'm a nice guy. You deserved it, Rangram. What did I do? You're a terrible person. <laughs> I, you're, you're, you're right. <laughs> And Ranger starts crying. <laughs> I mean, look at you, crying in the street, pathetic. I've done such bad things. He says, he says, I should just go over there and finish the job. <clears throat> this got not funny really quick. <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything I have would... <laughs> Would sober me up. No. Um, no. <laughs> the DM says no. Wait, doesn't he have that Belter Dwarven kind? Oh, I do. Doesn't that make him immune to poison? Doesn't, no. If you, if you wanted to, I'm sure if he, if he wanted to get drunk, he would have taken it off. Yes, that's true. Um, yeah, it makes you immune to poison, but you just have to drink a lot more. <laughs> Um, uh, I'm trying to think. I know I'm not drunk, but <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Rangram would pull his sword. <laughs> All right, then bring it on. Mm-hmm. He draws oh. two daggers, one of them dripping with blood. <clears throat> he says, "He says I got to color the other one the match." <laughs> so, kind of, where am I in the in the alley? Uh, so you are maybe ten feet in from the street. You see him fifteen feet ahead. He's he's kind of standing up next against the wall. <laughs> okay. Um. I think Rangram would. Uh, I, I'm going to try to do this. This is what I'm going to try to do. I'm going to take out my um, bag of ball bearings mm-hmm. and dump that on the ground. Yeah. At the same yeah. time, I say groovy and my mm-hmm. um, sword bursts into flame. Yeah. And then I'm just going to book it. Towards him, or, <laughs> towards him or away from him? Away from him. So, like, I, I throw the ball bearings on the ground in front of me and then just book it right away back into the, back into the street. Because I don't think fighting this guy drunk is a good idea. <laughs> uh, as you book it in the street, you realize you turn around and he's standing about 10 feet away from you. 
in front of you now. He says it's not going to be that easy. He starts walking towards you. He's now five feet away from you. He says a word and his daggers erupt in flame. Alright, I'm putting my sword away. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm just going to run right through him. I don't think he's really there. You run and he plunges his daggers into you and you run through his incorporeal form. And you realize, no, he's not, he's not there. <laughs> and I, I look behind me. Is he, is there any, anyone there? Um, you see a couple sacks of flour press, leaned up against the wall of the, uh, of the, uh, of the, the tunnel and a bunch of, uh, a bunch of ball bearings on the ground. <laughs> I think I'm just going to leave those. All right. <laughs> Try to figure out where I am and go home. Uh, you were across the street from your house. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go home. Go to bed. Try to forget Romardo the Bardo. All right. It is... Wait, nothing happened to Cal? Oh, wait for it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. It My is bad. The second of rebirth. Sixteen thirty-three. Um, calamity. You and Naristana wake up early. Heads throbbing a little bit. Uh, the smell of breakfast comes wafts up the stairs from down below. Food. Mm-hmm. Hangover food. All right. Just All right. So, um, as you guys eat breakfast, Ringram, you you come down. Uh, you have you only have vague recollections of the last evening. Uh, <coughs> it's kind of it's kind of hit, it's kind of in that sort of fog of war that many blackout memories reside in. <laughs> Do I remember what Romardo looks like, though? I mean, yeah, you, you you saw him before you got blackout drunk the first time, so. Okay. Well, I I will. I will relate to these guys. What, if anything, I remember about about my encounter last night. Okay. Um, you you relay it as best you can. Could have been just a drunken hallucination. Could have been real. Could have been some kind of a magical attack or illusory attack. But I mean, you were really drunk last night. Yeah. I mean, part of it is I just do enjoy dancing on the table. I was. <laughs> I don't have to be drunk for that. <laughs> well, you know, I don't. I don't think he is really somebody who's going to be showing up in town because. Isn't the constabulary like on the lookout for him? Yes. So yeah. it's not like he could show do his shows anywhere. So that's true. Yeah. Unless he's just comes coming over here to stab a halfling, but doesn't even know you're here. Who knows? Yeah. 
In any case, it was weird. Oh, that was weird. Where's Kel? Yeah, did you see last night? You remember him? Um, he did a, uh, a Metalosian goodbye last night where he was there and then suddenly he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but Kel, you smell. You wake up, and the first thing you smell is mushrooms and incense and fish. And you wake around. up, and you find oh. yourself in a room you've never been in before. On a very, actually, a very fine bed. Uh, though the bed is like is like ear like it's like the bed is like in this room that's hoarded with all these various. Various little bits and bobs of things. <laughs> like, there's, like, mushrooms. You you recognize, like, it looks like a bunch of books. A uh, bunch of, like, discarded, like, you know, like, stems and roots of vegetables that you've been eating. Um, am I clothed? Yes, you're fully clothed. Okay. Am I alone? Yes, you're in a, a small windowless room with one door. I will. I will get up and go to the door. All right. Does it open? Yeah, of course. You open the door. Uh, you walk out, and um, the first thing you see is a, a large window um, to the left of you. Uh, and you look out, and you see nothing but swamp around you, and you, are, you realize that you're maybe ten stories off the ground. <laughs> Is the ground tilted? Oh, or are I'm, you... I'm at a loss here. You've never been there. No, I don't. Oh, you're awake! <laughs> Standing immediately behind you, which he couldn't have been there. You just walked to that space. You see a, an old man, uh, long hair, long beard, wearing kind of tattered robes, floating in air behind you. Oh. What? <clears throat> uh, hello, floating person. <laughs> he, uh, he smells... Um, he actually doesn't smell too bad. He's got kind of an. He's got kind of this. You get. You detect a scent of like some sort of floral. Some sort of floral smell on him, as you smell of him. Um, though he is, he is very bedraggled. Despite that, uh, uh, I feel I must apologize for, for what, my friend. <laughs> well, uh, I have a, a bad habit of drinking too much. You see, and. Um, I'm not sure where I am or how I got here. He says, if your companions apologize for drinking too much, they'd be apologizing all the time. It's all they'd ever do is apologize for drinking too much. He says, do you, do you not remember what we discussed last night? Were you blackout drunk? Yeah. Ah, he says, that happens. He says, well, let me introduce, reintroduce myself. I don't think we had the pleasure of meeting before last night. He says, my name is Valthrun, the prescient. <laughs> okay, yeah, and there's son is told me about you. Um, I offer him a hand. Keldrash, though you probably remember that. Yes, 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 Keldrash. We we discussed all of your many recent adventures. Uh, did we? Um, yes. 
You also okay. told me about that little item you found in Metalos. That's actually why we came here. Oh, is it? Yes, yes. I. He says you probably don't remember, but it's totally fine. It's it's nothing nothing bad. You can use it whenever you want. That's good. He says that's, it's that's all good. magic. It's all magic, baby. Yeah, magic. I haven't had the best relationship with that. Um, he says, yeah, we, we struck up a conversation at the bar, he says. Then, and then you, uh, you're asking about it, so we teleported here. I, I really need to do better about not teleporting while drunk. <laughs> <laughs> he says, oh, yes, that's, that's right. That's how you got stuck with those 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 uh, those wonderful folk you haul, we pile around with the last time, right? They're, in a, they're uh, teleporting to... Uh, uh, East Hill. Yeah. Not my fault this time. It's true. He says, never drink and spell. That's the words I live by. <laughs> that's true. I mean, that's very good advice. He says, anyway, uh, yeah, no, you asked if you could crash here. I said, yeah, I gave you the best bed in the house. So, you're welcome. Thank you. Uh, do I owe you anything? He says, no. I, no. You're, you're any friend of any friend of a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> any friend of uh any friend of those those uh New Haven lot are friends of mine, he says. Besides I kinda owe them a lot for getting them in this whole mess to begin with. Well, um He says I got I, kind of tricked into sending them after Narakesh's uh Narakesh's kid about a year or so back. He says uh He, got he yeah. says uh, he says a little little goblin named Chuckus, uh Convince me it'd be a good idea. Huh. He says that's that's what you get though, you know, for for trusting Morad priests. Huh. Yeah. Why does that seem to be a theme recently? <laughs> because it's a new act, baby. Anyway, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. um... Again, thank you for your hospitality. Just wait. Be able- Did you hear that? Did I? Uh, roll me a perception check. Ten? <laughs> um, no, you didn't. No, I didn't. Maybe I'm imagining things. What did you hear? I thought I heard. I, thought I heard the sound of a teleportation pop. Look around. Is anyone here who was not here a minute ago? No, you don't see anybody. Um, so that's weird. Uh, but then you start hearing it. Uh, sounds of something clawing its way up the tower. Um, Is that normal? He kind of, what's that? Is that normal? No, he goes over and looks. Uh, and yeah, I'm assuming you kind of follow him. Yeah. Uh, and there is a green dragon climbing the side of the tower. What? Like um, adult green dragon? Adult, but not ancient. Um, roll me a perception check. <laughs> I got an 18. That's yep. better. I should uh, 26. <laughs> uh, you actually recognize this dragon. You've seen it in Krailson before. Yeah. That's the one he throws in the foot of water. That's the one he throws yeah. in the water. Um, and as you guys are looking at it, uh, you hear 10 more teleportation pops. Uh, standing behind you, uh, you see Narakan, 
the the das the dask of the green dragons, along with uh, nine other very burly and intimidating looking dragons. Um, dragons or dragonborn? Dragonborns. Sorry. Uh, the dragon, the dragon continues to climb up. He's like, "What the fuck is going on here? I'm prescient, and I didn't see this coming." I and grab Velfrin's robe and say, "Teleport, teleport, teleport, teleport." <laughs> uh, Khan says, "Valthrun, you've been found guilty by the Das Thramax." And as she says that, he pushes, he puts his hand on your head, and you reality whisks away, and you find yourself back uh, in the in the uh, outside of the home next to the lusty normal. By myself? By yourself. <sighs> Fuck it. I, I go inside. Um, hello. Good morning. Hey, what's up? You smell, you smell the smell of bacon pancakes. Um, <laughs> smells fantastic. We have a problem. <laughs> oh, what's wrong? <clears throat> that... Valthrun dude that you oh, yeah, you guys, by the way, you did see Valthrun last night at the bar. He was there for a little bit. He Just to say hi to you guys. Yeah. Yeah, he was there last night. Yeah, well, he there's dragons trying to eat him. Green, Why? A, a green dragon and the dragonborn. Um, I think it might have to do with him sending you guys to kill Narakesh. I mean, it kind of sounds to me like he had it coming. He did send us, and we told them that. Well, yeah, but he was kind of tricked into it. So I think there's a little bit of exculpation to be said. Tricked into it? He said there was some Morad priest named Chuckus. Oh. Shit. <sighs> so from the very beginning, we've been strung along by Morad. Yeah. From the very beginning, and there's no way to get to... Valthrun's tower quickly enough. I mean, we can set out now, but it takes, what, two days to get there? Yeah. I will just reiterate, adult green dragon and a bunch of very angry green dragonborn, including I mean, Aircon, which is not good. <laughs> um, Chris, how quickly can we get there? Uh, I believe, yeah, Valthrun's tower is like a day and a half. It's deep in the swamp. Um, maybe, a, maybe a day, you hurried. Uh, if, I mean, if they have an interest in taking him alive, though, they're going to take him back to Krelson. Yeah. Yeah. Which is going to take us more than a week to get to, because we can't teleport there either. But isn't the isn't the tower on the way to Krelson? No. Opposite direction. Opposite direction. Why don't we just send a letter to the big desk? Group? What's that called? I'm sorry, I was. The Dask Thermax. Yes. <coughs> yeah, according to Narakon, they've like found uh, Valthrum guilty at trial, so I'm not sure that they're going to be a lot of help. But if we can communicate with them and be like, "Hey, uh, we have some more evidence, or at least something that you should look into before you kill him," then we can at least get the vital information to them. I still think. Hey, Kel, do well, you have to know any teleportation circles in Krelson? It's not my area. I mean, you guys do know of one, but it's expensive. Yeah, do we even have a thousand gold? A hundred platinum? Sure, we could put it together. Uh, it does remind me, though, there's one important piece of information that, uh, <laughs> that uh, 
Eurogil gave me before I came back. What? What's that? Um, the Green Dragonborn don't know that uh, Narakesh's banishment was temporary. <coughs> they don't know that she's going to come back. Probably. Do we want them to know? Probably not if we intend on killing her. Yeah. You think she'd take just like a really sincere apology? I think there was a fruit basket involved before. That yeah, didn't seem to help things. Mm. That's right. <laughs> well, I guess that's the dilemma then. Do we let this play out and not save Valfrune and kill a green dragon? Or do we use the fact that should that Narakesh will come back as leverage to save Valfrune? I'm more inclined to <laughs> <clears throat> say, if Narakesh returns, she should not be allowed to live. I'm a little biased on that part, but... I also agree, because she was a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, and in any case, I think that the Dragonborn probably have a better chance, or increase our chances anyway, of finding out more about what Morad could have been trying with there I mean there had to have been there's a reason why Morad would have wanted apparently so Morad wanted Narakesh in the Great Wood in the Great Waste. Yeah. So And now we've got a world with a Well yeah, I mean Chuckus was a key he was the key part of the, the ritual banishment. And he insisted on that. Yeah. Yeah, he insisted on the banishment. So. Yeah, so now we live in a world with an avatar of Morad and a crazy-ass green dragon that's about to come back. <clears throat> Who is probably now a thrall of, of Morad. On, or at least on Morad's side. But, okay, so we don't want to tell them... And it sounds like we're pretty well committed to killing Narakesh, but that still leaves Balthrun. Are we just going to say not a problem? I letter to the people that are, like, reasonable in the Death Star Act and be like, hey, there's also this information we just found out. Maybe think about it when you're sentencing him. That's true. I can send a letter to the the metallic desks. Um, What is the name of the red desk, Chris? Um, Let me look that up. <laughs> That's the Elder Dragon. I want the actual. There you go. Uh, the Red Desk is named Malshan. Uh, I will. I will send a letter to Malshan as well. Okay. I mean, I think that's. Do you, do you think that's, that's wise? A good idea. Malfiax doesn't know about you. I mean. I don't need to tell him anything about myself. I got a friendly nod whenever we were standing surrounded by them. Can't be, can't hurt to be a stranger with extra information. That's doesn't need to know anything about me. But I mean, if we're already sending a letter to you know the non-evil aligned dragons, I think that should be fine. Well, not exactly. That only makes up half the desk council. Mm-hmm. It's worth a shot. <sighs> and um, what was your name, Malf? Mal- Malshawn. Yeah, her name is Malshawn. 
Yeah, Malshan keeps the other chromatics in line, so whatever she says will go. I mean, yeah, sure. Do it, whatevs. Clara goes back to lying on the couch and staring at the ceiling. (laughs) Fully emoing it up. She's totally emoing it up. Does Kyle try to crawl in her lap? (laughs) Because she's prone. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Kyle, Kyle starts to, but he's incredibly heavy. <laughs> I kind of like scoot over so we can give me my little spoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Narasan and I go to the gnome office then. And... Chris, do you right. want us to actually type out the letters? Uh, you can just dictate them, that's fine. Okay. Well, actually, while they're running an errand, I want to go to Lanets. Okay. I'm going to go to the uh, to the guardhouse. Okay. And report my incident with Romardo the Bardo. Okay, so we'll uh, we'll start with uh, Narasthana. Actually, we'll start with Calamity. We'll, we'll give you time. I'll give you two a second to compose your letters in your head. All right. Okay. So Cal- Calamity, you walk down a few doors uh, to Lanet the blacksmith. Uh, the uh, forge is going. Um, uh, you hear the hear the uh, familiar uh, clanging and tinkering sound of 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 bards. Oh, by the way, also Ringram, uh, I may forgot to mention you did get a letter yesterday from your adopted mother wishing you a happy birthday. No. Oh. Because that's the that's the birthday that your family knows. Not the that's the day they found you, so that's the day they always celebrated it. Okay. Uh, she also includes five gold pieces. <laughs> so marked it on your sheet. Uh, <laughs> Take yourself to a movie. <laughs> Alright, so um so Calamity, you go to Lanet, she's in there hammering away. Uh she looks up as you come in. Welcome. Long time no see there. I know, it's been a while. She says, How's the uh how's the house working for you? It's going well, actually. Um I was wondering if you could help me uh, with a little something to add to the basement. She says, sure, sure. How's the jail cell working out for you? It's good. It, it works pretty nice. She says, my <laughs> finest work. At least my yeah. finest jail cell work. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. All right. So what I want is a small safe about yay big. Mm-hmm. I want it put into the ground with like concrete or something so it can't get moved out. Mm-hmm. And I want something I don't know, your problem might have to bring someone else and work on it with you, but so that it's completely hidden and only we know about it. Okay. Um she she thinks about it for a second. She's alright, so if I remember correctly <laughs> That's uh, half dirt, half half plate standing. Right? Um, so, yeah, yeah, we could... Uh, it could be in the floor, it could be in the wall, whatever whatever is easiest for you to do what I want with it. She says, yeah, I think I think hiding it behind uh, some brick in the wall makes the most sense. <laughs> Does any special properties of the safe? She says... Uh, you want to spring for adamantium or, you know, uh, lead or. Uh, 
Sorry, you cut out there for a second. I don't know if you responded. I lost you at properties of the safe. Oh yeah, you want it to be made of adamantium, lead, you know, lead lined. Um, lead lined. We can we can manage that. Uh, yeah. She says, um, "All right, well, it's going to take a little time to build." And she says, "What level of um, lock do you want on this?" She says, "Now, of course, our our beginner locks," she says, "are." rudimentary and can be bypassed by any thief she says those are dc10 on a thieves picking check she says now we go all the way up to dc30 as she as she asks yes, the question yes. you, you picture rangram going like this i need the best lock she says now the the best lock is very expensive how very expensive uh, she says the lock itself will be 5000 gold pieces ooh <laughs> she says now we could drop you down to DC twenty five lock. She says that cuts the price significantly. That's only about a thousand gold pieces. Okay, yeah, I'll have to do that one. All right. She says the safe itself, it's base metal, uh, pretty easy. Really, you're paying for the lock. She says right. so. Uh, uh, we'll say a, a, a clean eleven hundred gold pieces for that. Sounds good. She says now I'm going to have to have the lock imported from Windhaven. She said. Okay. Uh, so, by the time it gets here, though, I should have the rest of your safe done. So I'm going to say today is the second of rebirth. She says uh, I could probably have it done by the planting festival. She says that's the first of planting because, of course, you know when the festivals are since you live in this world. <laughs> Sounds good. Twenty-seven days from now. All right. That sounds great. She says, and I'll need half of it now, and then you can pay me the rest upon delivery. Oh, I, I took it all off of my thing, so mark me down is all paid up. Oh, well, you're my favorite kind of customer, she says. Uh, and just for that, I'll, he, he says, she says, if you want anything engraved on the inside, you know, monogram <laughs> or, uh, you know, front little pithy saying, you know, I can do that, no extra charge. Can I get back to you on that? Of course, was- yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can I that. can do it upon delivery. So just sounds good. All right, and then before I go back, I also want to hit up wherever I buy the paints from. Okay. All right. So you go to the paint shop. Mm-hmm. Well, you you just getting some paints. Yep. All right. What kind of yeah? You you get uh, paints. What kind of paints do you get? Uh something cheery. Okay. <laughs> you get you like get a, a very you get a very color. pleasant mariner's blue and uh, bright yellow. Sounds good. I'm gonna spend the day painting the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right, so you um. Uh, paint. You spend the day painting the dungeon. Um. Painting over the blood red prophecy that you painted on the wall. Yeah, so I'm on the walls. I'm going to do the yellow and then put the prophecy back on in blue. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you spend the rest of your day Straight doing up. that. Uh, next, we'll go to Rangram. Uh, Rangram, you're in the constabulary. Um, uh, familiar <laughs> face there, um, Brad Gundarian. Um, That's right. I thought his name was Derek. 
That's Derek, Derek is the sheriff. Brad is his husband. Right, and the secretary. Plus secretary. Yeah. Brad says, oh, hello, Rangram. How, how are you today? Well, Brad, um, I'm actually here to, to report that uh, someone very good, thank you. with a record might be in town. Okay. He says, who is this person? Romardo the Bardo. He, he suppresses a slight chuckle at the name. He says, oh, yes, Romardo. Um, he says, uh, yeah, we've had a bounty on him for a while now. Um, he says, uh, he says, I think ever since, geez, back in Bright, uh, he says, uh, he says, uh, so where did you see Romardo? Um, well, and let me preface this by saying I was exceedingly drunk mm-hmm. last night. Um, he says, weren't you exceedingly drunk the first time you encountered Romardo? Is this all a hallucination? It's a habit. (laughs) No, because Arya saw Romardo. She's the one that told him about Romardo the first time. So hallucinations can't stab you. Yeah. Unless Arya stabbed you and lied about it. (laughs) Serial. Or Larissa did. Larissa. Larissa. Um. All right, but he was in the he was in the alley across the street from my house, um, but it also I mean it also it could have been a drunken hallucination or someone cast an illusion spell to make it look like him. But he's, I figured I'd report it. He's, just he's, in he's, case. he's been dutifully taking notes with the quill, and he kind of puts it down. And he says, "Well, what do you think happened, Rangram?" <laughs> he says, "I mean, I can file this report, but I, I would like to know what what do you think happened." I honestly have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I think if it were if it were, if it were really him, I would have think I would have thought he would he would have take, taken the opportunity to actually kill me um, instead of just trying to scare me. Okay. And if it was some other enemy that that knew what he looked like, then. They'd have to know what he looked like, which is strange and random. Okay. So, uh, so it seems to me that you're leaning towards the last option. Drunken hallucination? Yeah. 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 He, says, he says, now, I may be a secretary at the constabulary, but he says, I've also studied at the university about various psychiatric disorders. He says, I, no. I, dropped, I dropped out and moved to New Haven when I realized I couldn't hack it as a psychiatrist. He says, or an alienist, I think is what they'd call it here. But he says, he says, sounds like you maybe have been through a lot, Rangram. <laughs> Am I going to have a fucking session in the guard, in the guard house? Um, yeah, well, you know, it's, it's been an emotional few months. He says, let me ask you, he says, um, he says, I heard a little bit about, um, well, you stabbing you stabbing your friend in front of the uh, in front of the flaming temple. Um, Word did get around about that. He says. Um, he says, "Have you? Is this the first time you've drink had any drink thinking to drink since then?" I don't know. I I would assume not. But I mean, I was hanging out with dwarves for a couple of months, so. Mm-hmm. It's up to you, but um, I'm assuming this is probably the first time you've gotten like carousing level drunk since. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, yeah, that's certainly true. He says, um, he says, he says, I, he says, maybe just be a little more careful around the sauce in the future. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you haven't met my friends, but you're probably. No, actually, I have. I've met all of them, and that's why I think it's a good <laughs> idea to take it easy on <laughs> yeah you're probably right he says look Rangram he says he says uh, it's been a, it's been 1632 was definitely a very trying year for all of us it had its, it had its ups and downs he says but we're in 1633 now he says you can make this year whatever you want it to be oh my god I hate people like that <laughs> Try not to make my own personality bleed through into this conversation. Uh, at this point, Derek comes out and he's like, "Oh, oh, hey, um, Brad Ringram, welcome, welcome back to town." Brad. Thanks. He says, uh, "Brad, I just want to let you know I'm says, I'm going to have to work through my lunch break today." Brad says, oh, "Yeah, it happens." Uh, Derek says, uh, "A lot of a lot of drunks yesterday." <laughs> he says, so what brings you in, Ringram? <laughs> I go through my little spiel again. Huh. Pretty much exactly the same way I described it to Brad. He says, well, do you want to donate any money to the bounty? We can raise the bounty if you'd like. No, I, I just wanted to give you guys a heads up that if, if, if he is in town, let me know. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'd <laughs> like to be there when you, when you, you know, arrest him. We'll keep you. We'll keep you in the know there. All right. Thank you very much. Also, you do notice that Derek. He's seemingly a little more confident than he used to be. When he first got this job, he was a bit bumbly, but he seems way more self-assured than he than he had the last time you saw him. So he's settling into married life. Yeah. <laughs> you got a, you got a new sixteen thirty two was a great year for Derek, except for the loss of the tragic loss of his boss <laughs> and all the explosions. <laughs> All right, calamity. Or sorry, Narislana and um, Kel. Verakel. Verakel. So I I haven't listened to the entirety of that episode again. What exactly did we tell the the Dask Tharmax whenever they captured us? All right. Um, you told them a fair amount. Uh. Uh, but I'm assuming you're just talking about like the, with regards to um, Narakesh. Yeah. Uh, All right. So. Um, uh, let me look. Um, let's see. Uh, you. Uh, I have my notes here. Okay, all right. Um, all right. So, uh, uh, so you, in in the Dax Tharmax itself, um, you didn't you didn't say much about the attack, but you did mention um, uh, you did mention after they kind of told you that you know you needed to do, take care of this lobby thing, uh, you just sort of offhandedly mentioned to them that Valthor and the Prescient sent them to attack the dragon and harvest the organs for sexual purposes. Yep, that was said. That was said. 
Uh, and then Cobus was very upset by this, and so Coria mentions that she is aware of who Valthorn is and has it noted in the record that he did this thing. Okay. So I have... Do you want me to... Because I typed it all out while I was waiting. You want you send it to me, and you can also read it out loud. That way I have a record of okay. it. So uh, I came across some information you might find interesting. It seems that green dragons have found Valthorn the Prescient guilty of crimes against Narrakesh. I have first, first-hand knowledge that he was tricked into having us kill Narrakesh with a priest of Morad named Chuckus. <clears throat> uh, this priest was very interested in killing her and we believe this is part of a greater plan by the Church of Morat to upset the balance in the country and therefore Valthrun is not actually to blame for the death of Marrakesh. Alright. And then, Kel, what are you sending? Uh, <clears throat> uh, let's see. Revered Urigil, honored Belnore, Sofrael, Sicoria, and Kelriel. Uh... I have this morning bear witness, born witness, born witness mm-hmm. to uh, Narakan and a, a a gaggle of her green dragon born uh, accosting and arresting one Valthrun the Prescient, a uh, person I believe known to you uh, for acts uh, related to the uh, disappearance of Narakesh. I've also learned that uh, Valthrun was not entirely responsible for these acts, but was rather duped into instigating them by a cleric of Morad known as Chuckus. Uh, he may be... Uh, there may be uh, mitigating circumstances regarding his conviction uh, and... I ask that you intercede on his behalf. Okay. Um, cool. Uh, if you have it typed up, send it to me. If not, don't worry about it. Um, Alright, right. <laughs> right, so you send your letters off. Uh, also, it is worth noting that uh, Veracast did know about this. I don't know if he told the rest of you, but Veracast Veracast knew that Chuckus had sent Valthrun a while back. Um don't think he ever told anyone. I don't think he did either. How funny that. Oh, very cast. Yeah. All right, so. <laughs> so I do have a question for God slash Kel. Yeah. Because uh, I'm going to ask Kel, but I don't think Kel, I don't think Matt knows. Uh, how bad do you think it would be if Malpiax found out about me? Uh, it's, it's not an eventuality I want to explore. <laughs> okay. I just want to clarify. Um, and then God's not response yet. to that is just to read the description of, uh, his name is Malfiax the Ancient and Terrible, and his <laughs> attributes that you learned about from the Dragon Parade are that he is arrogant and tyrannical, so. Okay. Interpret, Malfiax- interpret Malfiax- as you will. Does Malfiax have any offspring that I'm aware of? Um, roll me a uh, knowledge check with proficiency. History? History, yeah, sounds good. That's not bad. Um, 18? 
Uh, yeah, you believe so. Um, you've never <laughs> seen them, uh, but you you have heard of other dragon red dragons of various varying ages um, that claim to claim to. Uh, Claim to descend from Malfiax. Also, it's worth noting that Malshan herself claims to be descended from Malfiax. So, right. So, okay. All right. So, you guys meet back up. Um, Chani sends a, uh, a person over to let you this uh, to suggest that six p.m. would be a good time for her to uh, do dinner. Okay. At her house, the bar. Uh, at her house. Okay. All right. Um, I'm gonna go to the trophy room. Mm-hmm. You uh, see an axe sticking in the wall out of a wanted poster of Veracast. All the shelves have been torn down. Um, I uh, would you do? Are the tongues intact? Did you leave the tongues up, or did you? All the tongues are on the floor. Some of them are... You went after it all. What's that? I was asking Calamity. You went after it all? Yep. All right. Um, I'm going to start cleaning all that up. Um, There's some stuff that we might want to keep. Was there like a key to... Key to Easter. Yeah. Um, The inconspicuous stuff I'll leave up. Mm -hmm. But like the tongues and stuff, I'm going to go get a chest Mm -hmm. and store them. I love how you're to story them in case Calamity decides to feel better about it later or wants them back. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, she was really proud of these, and I mean, we put a lot of effort into. I don't. I don't feel bad about most of those trophies. Some of them I do. Uh, I'm also going to take down. Sadly, going to take down the eyeball chandelier and replace it with a less creepy one. Um, what other bits of creepy do we have in our house? Uh, there's the sign in Infernal on the front door that says, well, you don't know what it says, but yeah. out, out of character, you know, it says home is where the bodies are buried. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to make eye contact with Calamity and point at it. Oh, wait, no, you do know what it says because Veracast translated it for you. Oh, yeah. I just don't think I believed it. I believed him. I thought it was something worse than that. I just replaced the one that said shitty things about you guys with the one that says "Homie, where the body." I knew it. Uh huh. <laughs> so I point at it, and uh, does, does this one stay? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the bodies are still under the ground. So. <laughs> Did we, bury someone, did we actually bury someone in our basement? Yeah, the assassins under there. <laughs> you have assassins down there. All right, that one stays then. But I put up a different chandelier in the main room, and uh, I don't touch the axe either. <laughs> but probably. I take down the rest of the wanted posters. It's probably for the best. Yep. I love, the idea of, I love the idea of Narasana running out to ye old Home Depot <laughs> to get a, a replacement chandelier. Narasana's just jumping on the fact that now she can make her house less creepy without like feeling any repercussions. Right. She's like, I'm argument. taking advantage of this right now. Yeah, no, you pretty <laughs> much have to. Wait on. All right, so um, 
late in the afternoon, um, all of you are back. Ner- or Calamity, you're still in the basement um, uh, painting. <laughs> painting yeah. and swearing. Um, you guys have not yet gotten any word back from uh, from uh, from the Dragonborns. Uh, if this was present day, Calamity would have the door to the basement locked and it would be like blaring evanescence or something. <laughs> like that. mm-hmm. That's legit. You probably suffocate on paint fumes. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> we have magic for that. Um, Rest visitation every once in a while. Alright. Um, and uh, you're painting the prophecy on the wall. Uh, back in its nice mariner blue letters. Uh, when you hear a voice. Okay. Calamity. I don't wonder who's bond. Who is it? Uh, Roll me a. Um, well, no, you recognize it. Um, it gets louder. You recognize it as the voice of Conmore. Hmm. I ignore it. <laughs> you can't ignore me. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. <laughs> Uh, roll a perception check. <laughs> I'm sorry, you've reached the mind of calamity. I'm not in right. <laughs> oh, um, sixteen? No, wait, thirteen? Yeah. Making its way down the stairs, you see a little homunculus. Ah, shit! A what? Homunculus. Homunculus. Uh, let me, let me show you. I need a horrible. I need a reference. I'm gonna. I'm pulling up a picture. <laughs> It's a tiny, tiny person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Lilliputian. Oh. In fifth edition, they kind of look like Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. Aww. Aww. <laughs> That's not scary at all. They're not. They're not threatening creatures now. They're. You've actually seen one before. Uh, one had Rangram's eye before you guys fought the hags. Oh yeah. Uh. Share screen, share screen to show that evil thing. No, it's so cute. Oh my god, I want one. Yeah, they're super cute. (laughs) Can we keep it? Calamity, calamity, can we keep it? You're not there. (laughs) I know. But she would know. She knows me. I said we have like the chairs down there, like a chair down there, right? Yeah. I'm going to step on this chair and be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like a mouse. He says, I can't scry you. He says, but I have other ways of finding you. Creep. Actually, that's kind of cute, though, because it's his voice, but it's kind of coming from a little homunculus. So I'm like, sorry. I, can, I can, can't scry you, but I can find you. You found her at, at, his, at her house. Yeah, it's in my house. You wouldn't be here. I mean, I'm not super impressed. This isn't meant to impress you. It's meant to open a conversation. You you killed. It scratches its back a little cutely. Aww. He says, "I you killed my last vessel. 
or well, removed that's... removed my control over it. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, I did do that. So now you're just possessing homunculus. Let's stop down. He says, "He says this is this is a messenger." He says, "Despite its adorable small frame, he says it means serious business." <laughs> I mean, so same page. <laughs> he says, "It's not too late, calamity. You can join me." Yeah. What is? It's like. He's like, now that, now, now that it's just you and me here alone, none of your friends. He says, let's talk like we used to. All right. He says, you he says, you know you can't win. Yeah. He Probably says, not. He says, he says, so join us. You can, you have a place here with Flavi. <laughs> He says, Flavi, Flavi shares power. Flavi, Flavi is already here. It's not like, it's not like Zelioth. You're not bringing something unknown to this world. Flavi's not here yet. We killed the Baylor. He says, he says the people in this world already recognize it. Like you and your band of crazy misfits? He says, you're talking about yourself there, too, you know. Yeah. Well. It, yeah, is it, you, you are standing up in a chair still. It's like standing. It's like, so it's it's just like on yeah. the ground, like 10 feet from you. Just, you know, all of, all of two apples tall. <laughs> he says... He says, so what about it? He says, we can unite forces. He says, we can, we can prevent Zelioth from ever coming to this plane. We can stop Veracass. I know you'd like to do that. I know you went and saw him. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not any fonder of you than I am at him at the moment. You stabbed me twice. Veracass didn't stab me. <laughs> He says, well, Rangram stabbed you, but I understand your point. He says, he says, you you wouldn't have given me the orb if I'd asked for it, he says. So drastic measures were taken. He says, and you say this as if you wouldn't stab me in a heartbeat if it served your purposes. You probably wouldn't have before. He says, look at us bickering like an old married couple again. Ever were divorced. <laughs> he says. He says. So, will you do it? Will you come back? Nah, Flavi doesn't interest me. What does? I don't know. I'm kind of fighting myself at the moment. Teenager. <laughs> he says. <laughs> Matt. Yeah, I know. Uh, he says, he says, well, then perhaps you don't need the orb, he says. He says, the Simunculus can take it back for you. Nah. Sentimental value. 
He says it's not going to do you any good. No, probably not. I don't think it's going to do anyone anywhere any good. He says, yes, that's why we will destroy it. He says, that's what we were trying to do before your friends and before you and your friends interrupted the ritual. Well, simply destroy the orb. We don't want Zoe up in this place. Bring Flobby back. He says that. He <laughs> says that is part of the ritual. Yes, he says. But he says otherwise. The he says we had to harness that energy somehow. The energy released from the orb's destruction would have destroyed part of the continent. He says if it hadn't been you know routed to something else. Well, I guess you're a goddamn hero then, right? I prefer not to think of myself as that, he says, but I am doing what is necessary for this plane. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so I ask you a third time, will you join me? No. Will you surrender the orb? No. That really saddens me. Yeah, it's kind of shitty. He says, well... He says, just remember, I asked you three times. And he starts to climb back. He walks over the stairs and starts to pull himself up each step one at a time. Um, I'm going to walk up the stairs, mm-hmm. step over it, open the door, and call for Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> uh you he, he, he just hear the homunculus say, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then a giant blue dragon kitty comes over and devours it. <laughs> nom nom. <clears throat> uh, you guys hear Kyle eating something. Does uh, it scream? You, you, you hear, yeah, you hear a tiny scream and Kyle eating something. <laughs> Oh my god, that's awful. That's probably a mouse. Do we have a mouse problem? Damn it. It's, it's like it's like No, we help have a shit possessed by you a warlock problem. That's what we have. Hey. What? Sorry, I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> that was emotional. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you meant something else. Yeah. Okay. I think Kyle's eating. Hope it doesn't jump into the gestion. He uh he okay. purrs he purrs a little bit. Some sparks come out of his mouth. As he uh-huh. walks back up the stairs. I give him scratches. He walks back up the, He walks back oh, up the stairs and you hear the door shut to his room. <laughs> Do I like the Anything come inside through the front door or the back door? Did you guys hear anything? I'm assuming not. No. no. Uh, so there's homunculus. The cows are safe. But that's by Conmore. Came to have a talk. Right, you, just... remember, you remember the homunculus from the last time you saw him, which was when the witches had your eye. So. Hmm. Well, that's not good. Yeah. What did he have to say for himself? I, I give him the whole rundown of the conversation. Mm-hmm. So he asked three times. Does that have any significance? Could I? Um, could I do it's an arcane? Number. 
Can I do an arcane check to see if that's a, a thing? Uh, sure. I mean, ditto, can I do the same thing? Mm-hmm. No. 25. Let's see how it rolls, yeah. No. <laughs> um, the n- number three is a magic number. Uh, it, well, it's part of the magic number of nine. It's a um, a lot of a lot of uh, rituals um, and contracts and you know, magical bindings. All the, a lot of those things happen in threes. Okay, <clears throat> I'll share that with the group. So is this like a formal divorce? Did you have to file paperwork somewhere? I don't even know if it's ever actually legal in the first place, so... Yeah, because you were a child, right? And he's a creep. (laughs) Yarasana's still really upset about this. She hates Conmore for more than one reason. I mean, I I just worry that the three times thing is is an important factor for him. I mean, it probably is, and it's probably going to be shitty, but I also wasn't going to start working for Flavi. You know what you should do? You should try to send him a gnome that um, (laughs) it says, just says, I deny you again for the fourth time. See if it fucks up up for him. (laughs) 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 On the off chance. Not a terrible idea. Oh, that's right. So I won't be able to run him. That's a shame. Maybe like next time we see it, just he yell it really fast before he opens his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I say so again, dickbag. <sighs> All right, so you guys um, do dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Um, Chani deeply by his friends. Chani <laughs> uh, um, welcomes you all into her home, uh, into a dining room that you've been several times. As a uh, as several of her um, servants are taking your coats and what have you, she, um, because, you know, it's drizzling rain, I'm assuming you. No. Oh. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, she asks, she asks you, Calamity, she says, so, how's Kyle doing? She says, I, I see he's getting very big. <laughs> she says, uh, I have no idea how big he's going to get, by the way, but I appreciate you giving him a good life. <laughs> he seems to be enjoying himself. He did I kill him like yesterday. Oh, great. I look forward to hearing all about that during dinner. <laughs> Is that sarcasm? No, no. She legitimately, legitimately wanted to hear that. Um, so, uh, Kalia shows up uh, with a bottle of something fancy. Ooh. Um, <laughs> She's always been my favorite. Fighter mm-hmm. <laughs> of booze. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, Chani says, "And we've got one more guest. I just have to go upstairs and then travel through the rips of rips of reality to grab her. We'll be right back." I ready a Eldritch Blast. Right. <laughs> uh, so okay. she, she goes upstairs, and then a few minutes later, comes back right, down right, with yeah. a hooded figure <laughs> who um, drops the hood right. and reveals herself to be a hooded figure. Oh, okay. Uh, comes downstairs and drops the hood, and you see a familiar uh, half orc face that you haven't seen in a long time. <laughs> Hey, hey guys, how's it going? Glad you're alive. Yeah, yeah. How things been? Hey, Thurgood, this is Cal. Oh, <laughs> nice yeah. oh hey, uh, 
Good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, where's Veracast? I figured he would be here. Nope. And Chatty just kind of like looks at her and just like. Don't even get me started on Veracast. <laughs> Veracast is on the naughty list. Oh, okay. Uh, well, that sucks. Veracast is a dick bucket. <laughs> He's a, a literal, He's a literal bucket, bucket of, of dicks. <laughs> well, I'm ravenous. Uh, should we? Should we eat something? <laughs> Yeah. All right. So you get sit down for a fancy dinner. Uh, Thurga, Thurga asks you many questions about your travels. She hasn't seen you in quite a while since well before. Uh, yeah. Since well before yeah. um, Veracast was <clears throat> turned you back into a human. Like. Yeah. Uh, she exp- she uh, apologizes for her absence and mentions that she's still technically wanted by the law for the stabbing she committed. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> I, I apologize for just being generally being myself and breaking into her house. Yeah, that wasn't cool. I heard about that. No, I've I've I, I like to think I've grown a little bit since then. <laughs> hey, we all make mistakes, though. I I got drunk and stabbed a guy. What are you gonna do? You know. Yeah, it's fair. Um. She says, "Yeah. Anyway, I've been in a, I've been down in Paraclays with the Queen, or the Princess, who we're hoping to make the Queen. I guess we kind of, we all kind of started calling her the Queen because we. <laughs> so you guys, do you guys have plans to take out the King? Because he's a real dick." She says, "We're hoping to, we're hoping to make a case for it, head up here at some point in the near future." She says, "But uh, we've actually been letting." the situation in the capital play out she says um she says you know we expect that there'll be a fight with the royal guard and uh right now the virtusians are doing a good job of uh taking care of them for us you know the virtusians are controlled by lord of Felkir, right uh she says yes um she nods at uh chani she says uh we have we have that word of that did get to us and that whoever is the king is probably not actually the king. Uh, yes. Um, she says. Um, yeah, you guys told Chani this before. Yes, that. It, I, yeah. I thought. So. Yeah. Okay. She says, "Yeah, Chani told us about that." She says it'll help our claim. She says, but it sounds like it sounds like you guys encountered the real king and killed him, and then he got resurrected somewhere. Yeah. Uh, we don't know for sure he's resurrected. We just know his body is no longer in your orb. Yeah, she says. Later. Well, that's um. <laughs> she says it helps our claim a lot. Unfortunately, it's hard to prove. She says the current king looks and sounds like the king, and has a bunch of loyal retainers and bodyguards surrounding him at all time. And he has been the king for, like, years anyway, so... Uh, yeah, nine months now, I think. Thereabouts. <laughs> I guess I could actually go back and count it. Uh, uh, since the 24th of Bright, so it's been... Well, I mean, the prince was... Being a functional. Before he was the king, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because it's fine. Rose had layer for a while. Before we got there, um, well, he, yeah, he'd been there. He'd been in the Z's layer for a few weeks. Um, oh, 
since before the king died, but yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Remember how optimistic we were when we first found out that there was somebody impersonating the king, and then we realized it was only for a couple of weeks and he was actually still just a dick? Yeah. <laughs> yep, we had high hopes for that. Yeah. She says, no, the, uh, Elisander is, it's quite the monster. She says, I've heard many tales of him from, uh, from Princess Nadine. Do you know what's up with his wife? She was exiled, right? Ran off. His wife? The king's yeah. wife? No, she's there. Uh, she's a powerful warlock. I thought... The sister was exiled, yeah, and their mother was murdered. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, I thought the queen was gone. The queen was gone. Mm-hmm. No, she's there. No, I think it's the Otho Carthel kills the old queen. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I wasn't confusing. I just had it wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So we let Shawnee and Thurga know about all of Veracast's doings, mm-hmm. including the killing of the unicorn. Kalia is like, nine hells, that's terrible. Yeah, it's not the first one he's killed. No, just all of the other stuff. The unicorn is bad, too, but... Yeah. So, what do you what do you all propose we do about it? Well, okay. I don't, well, so part of what concerns me is not only is Veracast a dick, but he has basically like an entire country worth of an army <laughs> behind him at this point. So that's super bad. He's a dick at the head of a dick army. Yeah. Kalia yeah. <laughs> says, I've, "I've missed you, Rangram." <laughs> is Matt broken right now? I think, I, I think it's probably the mental image of a bunch of dicks marching in. Well, no, it's because Dick Army was one of the husbands on Bewitched. Oh, that's yeah, right. Dick Sergeant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I just picturing him walking around with a bucket of dicks. No, it was uh, it was Dick Sergeant and Dick York. Uh, Dick Army was a uh, wasn't he a uh, he was a senator, right? Yeah, he was a Texas he was a Texas senator. That... Okay. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Dick Sergeant's almost Dick Army. Dick Sergeant is part of the Dick Army. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh wow, this went <laughs> way longer than we needed to. Johnny says so. What? She says, uh, "Baby, have you guys told him about the dragon yet?" I was gonna. I was just about to say our yeah. first concern before Veracast is the fact that there's a dragon on its way here that we need to plan for. And Chani knows about the dragon. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember if you told her or not. You know, it, was, it was banished, not killed. Yeah. Right. Yes. They were, they were, um, Johnny was part of the battle, right? Yeah. Yeah, she was part of the plan the whole time. All, all of them were part of the battle, yeah. Okay, so. Yeah. yeah. So Johnny says, yes, um, yes, if I, my notes, if my notes serve me correct, she says, the 14th of planting, she says, uh, uh, a little less than a month and a half away. Yeah, so we're not exactly clear on where the dragon's gonna come back, but we need to have a plan in place to keep everybody out of the way mm-hmm. while we draw it away from the town, I think. Yeah, Chani says that's actually one of the reasons why I've opted not to build anything in the spot next to the uh into the Temple of the Eight. 
She says, that way, that way when it inevitably gets destroyed in a few months or a month and a half, we don't have to, it's not one less thing to rebuild. Fair. Although the new information is that, which we didn't know before, is that the Church of Morad set that whole thing up from the beginning. Yeah. The, uh, the pre-Turkish um, trick fall thrown into, into setting us after the dragon, so it could be banished to the Great Wastes. Thurga slams her fist in the table and says, Son of a bitch. My reaction, almost a dad's line. Yeah. I think I said shit, 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 but close enough. Yep. Thurga so, says, Thurga so says I, tr- I trusted him. Murdered by a dragon. Also, didn't you say that... Uh, hi. Didn't you say uh, that Veracast made a trip to the Grey Waste recently? Yeah. Veracast went down to the Grey Waste where he was somehow able to be imbued with the actual flame of Morad. So... And now he's a dick. So that's bad. Mm-hmm. And one would assume that Narakesh and he... Probably had some kind of a conversation. Probably. No. Well, and I mean, the biggest question is, are we going to be lucky enough to see Narakesh actually show up back here? Or are we going to have to fucking chase a green dragon across the continent? I think I think Chris said earlier that it, it's going to come back up right where it was banished. Unless, Unless she made some sort of a deal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or died. Or died. Or died. So... <clears throat> If she appears somewhere else, though, I don't see why we need to chase her. Yeah. Yeah, no, she'll come to us eventually. That's fair. Shani <clears throat> says, well, maybe maybe we could get proactive about it. What do you think? <clears throat> we could go into the Grey Wastes. Ah. Whoa. That's profoundly bad. Like... Do you have a way to do that and guarantee that we can get back? She's getting there and getting back isn't the problem. It's surviving. It's the issue. Who <laughs> says you? What's that? Says you. I couldn't get us there and get us back. That sounds terrifying. I'm definitely worried about getting back. Would a teleportation circle work to get back? No, nope. it has to be on the same. Oh, it has to be plane or shift. She says, I'm just throwing all options on the table. She says. I mean, that would certainly, that would, it would certainly be a good opportunity to get some information, but. She says, I think you, she says we could also just attempt to contact Narakesh on the other plane. That is true. We can do that. No. Why would we want to? I don't know, but yeah. Sounds less bad than going in the gray waste, so... She says, well, if she she answers, then we know she's alive, so that eliminates one of the three options. Mm -hmm. True. Yeah, I I don't really want to go to the plane where the god of death has all the power. It sounds like a... So there's a green dragon that hates us. Mm-hmm. She yeah. says yeah, it's probably a bad idea. I, like I said, it's a brainstorming session here. No bad ideas. Get off my dick. <laughs> uh, 
I like that. I like that. Get off my dick is a thing, even in a fantasy realm. <laughs> Don't you get off my nuts, huh? <laughs> but I yeah, mean, I mean, if we could talk to if we could talk to uh, Narakesh, then we could. Maybe figure out a way so that she doesn't try to kill us and we don't try to kill her. Maybe we could do some negotiation? Yeah, it's possible. But then, of course, it's a very valuable scroll. Do we really want to waste it on how that in the archives? She's probably stripped us to fuck off if she's alive. No, I think Shawnee was offering to contact her for us. Oh, she says, I can't cast that. That's that's beyond my ability. <laughs> we could pay somebody. Why did you bring it up? It's a, it's an option. We could pay somebody to We're do it. Brainstorming, Narasana. <laughs> Don't see you offering any. I mean, I thought that we were just gonna yeah. kill her. Like that's what you guys wanted to do. <laughs> I thought I'd been overruled for negotiation. But yeah, if we're open to it, I'm down. Well, in contact on the plane, we can't cast, I mean, you can't contact a specific person, right? No, you can ca- contact a specific person once you know, but you need to know where they are. Oh, right, okay. Chris? Uh, let me look that spell up. I thought it was I thought it was just a random just a well, random that's, player. That's why we couldn't use it to contact Veracast, because we didn't know what plane he was on. Hmm. Well, if you, if you let me, I can actually I could scribe that as a ritual, and then we could cast it as many times as we want. Uh, you may mentally contact the demigod, spirit of long dead sage, or some other mysterious entity from another plane. Contacting his intelligence constrainer, even break your mind when you cast a spell. Oh yeah, is, you, you take you, you go insane if you fail yeah. your save. Plus, you can't contact a person yeah. if the deity. Yeah. It seems like you don't get to contact somebody you want to talk to, right? Uh, no, yeah. I would I would read that as a um. I, I would say that like. You could choose the plane. You could choose the creature. Can you cast um, spells? Cast ritual spells. Can you cast fifth level spells, though? I think so. Yeah, but you can't cast it unless it's in your wizard list, right? That's what Chris told us. Yeah, but it is. It is a wizard. Oh, spell. It is. oh okay. Because I have a, a a scroll that's useless to anyone but clerics, apparently. Ranger, is there a spell level cap on your... Well, I thought... Because you can't cast fifth level spells, right? No, but... I forget where that... Oh, but to use that... a scroll. I think he can try to use the scroll to cast it, but the, the chance of him failing and going insane is a lot higher. Because it's fifth level. Yeah, I can cast it. Oh, you can? That's good. Yeah, so it says the spell's level can be no higher than half your level rounded up. And it must be a ritual. It's it's the ritual caster feat. Oh. So I can cast rituals higher level than my arcane, or what is it, arcane creature's ability. Gotcha. So. Okay. Which I didn't realize until I think either you or Chris pointed that out to me. Uh, <laughs> well, man. I mean, could you guys help each other? To cast it to lessen the the potential madness. No, I don't think so. Not really. No, okay. not not the way it works. Okay. Although Rangler's been insane before, so <laughs> he 
<laughs> you're good at battling back. Sometime, you know, sometime eventually you're going to just break this little halfling. You know that, right? <laughs> it's just going to not, you're not going to be able to fix them. <laughs> um, oh, and you do know that you can, um, uh, you can actually copy that ritual into your spellbook, Rangram, because you have the scroll of it. Yeah, that's what he was saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's... So it's, that's an option. But. I mean, the other... If you copy the scroll into his ritual book, does that use up the scroll? Or do nope. I sell the scroll? You can still use the scroll. Okay. But the scroll is only one-time use. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah, so like, he could use it to potentially waste on trying to contact Narakesh. But I still have it. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good solution right there. I don't think there's going to be a solution to anything. I think that's just a... Well, I mean, for the problem of the scroll, that's a... Oh, yeah. That's a good solution. She said, so, uh, Chinese like, so are we fucking doing this? <laughs> how long does it take you yeah, to copy a spell? Yeah, how long does it take you to copy a spell? It takes a while. Yeah. Um, <laughs> ten hours. Is it? Oh, well, two I'm assuming, hours. I mean, is this something that you could have copied before? Like, I... I mean, when did, when did you yeah. get this? You've had this scroll for a long time. And you've talked about using it before. Well, Calamity's had this scroll, not Rangaram. Yeah, yeah. Calamity. And Calamity, I had asked about it, but Calamity said no. <laughs> I did. I was not letting him have it because it's mine. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just use. I'm gonna say narrative override here. You can have it in your scroll. You can, you can put it in your spell book. Like. That's because it makes a more interesting story if we just keep this moving. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can sit for ten hours. Yeah, we could. We everybody looks at Rangram as he studies. <laughs> we just do drinking games. Study in montage. <laughs> now he's writing stuff. Still writing stuff. We're all getting drunk. Kel ended up no. somewhere weird again. Da, 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 da. Okay, so it tells us that we, either she's still alive and probably very little information about what's going on. What's the next plan? <clears throat> Maybe mm-hmm. wait to see what the response is. Yeah, Maybe. I think we find out first and then make plans from there. Um, I'm not a picture of this content on the plane, like... A slumber party with a Ouija board? No, that's exactly what's happening. Like, a seance, basically, <laughs> is breaking out. Like, when Charlie said, are we fucking doing this? Like, she pretty much, like, she got a bunch of candles. She got, like, she dimmed the lights. She's, like... I, feeling, she, I like ready. the magic. Light is, light is a feather stiff as a board. Light is a feather stiff. Come on, Thurga. He's, he weighs 30 pounds. Of course you could pick him up. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Thurga's going to give you... Um, Fox is cunning for this, Rangram. Okay. Ooh. So you have adva- you have advantage on your intelligence checks. Oh, that's that's good. <laughs> nice. Really cast guidance on him too, just in case. I'm going to wait with my staff to bap him over the head if he goes cuckoo. Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> I'm going to get a glass of wine. <laughs> Kalia joins you. You don't need a boom mage for this. Or, uh, she says, or a bartender. <laughs> uh, guidance. Yeah. Um, 
I need to get one D4 that you can roll with the uh, ability checks. Yes, you can add a D4. Okay. Okay. tells Kalia, but you're a bard tender. Like, couldn't you like inspire him or something? And she just says no, and she just drinks the water. <laughs> I, I like your from your jib, Kalia. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you want to? All right, and you need to make me an intelligence saving throw. <laughs> all right, Rangram, get with the booga booga. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Twelve plus nine, so twenty-one. I'm good. Okay. (laughs) Uh, You do not take psychic damage, nor do you go insane. Uh, Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Rangroom's gonna go Um, one whole. Not going crazy. You, uh, the uh, lights dim, and the smoke from the uh, incense that uh, that Chani lit like forms up into the shape of what looks to be sort of a swirling gray dragon. I imagine that now that nobody's paying attention to the dinner, Kyle is on the table. <laughs> yeah, you, you guys, you guys have gone off into the parlor, and he is like finishing up in the kitchen. Yes. <laughs> A couple of the like help have like tried to sh- like push him off the table and then gotten lightning bolts to little gotten st- little zaps to stop that from happening. So, <laughs> all right, so you can ask this entity up to five questions, and I, the DM, will answer with one and only one word. That is the limitation of the spell. I mean, do we have to ask if she's alive? We're able to ask her that she's alive, right? Yeah, could be her spirit though. So yeah, yeah. After she's alive. Well, are you Narakesh? That's yes. Are you alive? Very. After she's working with Morad. You mad, bro? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Are you pissed? (laughs) (laughs) Um. Are you working with Morad? Irrelevant. Not, not to me. <laughs> <laughs> are, Maybe are, ask are her if she would... Back to the prime material plane. What was that? Are you coming back to the prime material plane? Yes. Yeah. One more. Yeah, one more question. Anybody have any ideas? Uh, are you open to negotiating... Not killing us? Not killing us? Because we'd prefer to not have bloodshed. Ringer, you have to ask it. Yeah. Um, are you open... Are you open to negotiating... non-combat terms... Uh, the dragon, the swirling mist, as right before it fades out, in a booming voice, just says, Never! <laughs> well, that went well. Yeah, it did go better than I thought. Like, yeah. those are pretty black and white answers. I mean, I'm not exactly delighted that we're going to have to 
kill an ancient green dragon, but at least we know. <laughs> we also don't know she's coming here. We just know she's coming to this plane. Yeah. <clears throat> well, we don't know. We don't know if she's intending to do it, you know, on the day that she was banished or, or a year and a day later or whatever. Yeah, because she can just break through, right? But she doesn't have to, like, break through immediately. I can't imagine why she wouldn't want to. Unless there's, like, terrible plans. Oh, no, she'll be, uh, she'll be expelled involuntarily at that point. Oh. oh. Unless she has made a deal with Morad. Yes. So... She has a nice bungalow on one of the levels of Hades. That really nice. <laughs> it's a penthouse apartment. <laughs> Matt would know. She shared with three other retired dragons. <laughs> Thank oh. you for you being a dragon. <laughs> Travel down the road in a station wagon. So, Thurga's like, Huh. Uh, it wasn't as illuminating as I was hoping it would be. Yeah, same. She's alive, she's coming back, and she's pissed. So I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, we didn't we know that, but that. we highly suspected it. And she, but now we have confirmation. Yeah. So we will need to stick <laughs> around. Our preparations to kill a green dragon. Maybe which should include getting everyone who isn't us out of town. What if we make giant spikes and put them at the place where she got bamped out of this plane, and then when she bamped right in the same spot, she impales herself. I mean, Chani's like, I mean, at the very least, it could be like community art, if nothing happens. (laughs) Uh, I, I also thought that maybe if you guys waited outside of town, I could be waiting with fly on right there where she is supposed to bamf back in and do my taunty hey come and get me thing and fly towards you guys to get her out of the town yeah but there's nothing stopping her from like spilling acid all over everything on her way out poison but yes I'm poison I'm ass poison gross in yeah. agreement with calamity here she can take out a decent amount of town on her way out I think if we get everybody out of town and then maybe have um, five or six ballista Pointed at the point point where she's going to come in. That would be helpful. Yeah. What? Ballista, they're like giant crossbows. If we have, I I don't know that a town this size necessarily has ballista. It does not. Um, I'm not going to have to make them or buy them. Yeah. Um, We also need to get some. uh, She's already busy. Poison resistance potions. Yeah. We still have some. I think I have. I'm, I'm good on that front. I'm most assuredly not. Yeah, I don't have any at the moment. Oh, actually, poison protection. I do have one. Yeah. Oh, I have one, yeah. Yeah, you guys purchased those from <coughs> Shelton a while back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also just realized I still have two potions of hill giant strength. <laughs> but I'm still really liking this idea about that I had at the end of the word right now. How much wine have we had tonight? <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least like a bottle. Like I mean, between like each of you have probably had a good half half bottle to a full bottle, depending on your preferences. Nice. 
<sighs> you mentioned something about a, uh, a lightning cannon, I think. Is that still an option? Um, it got destroyed. Thurga, yeah, Thurga used it in the battle and it got destroyed. Haven't been haven't been tinkering around with anything else, Thurga. She says, "Well, I haven't had I haven't had access to my shop. Uh, been a little busy trying to trying to depose the king." Hmm. I mean, she says she looks at you and she says, "I do miss my shop, though." Worst comes to worst, I've also got that arrow of dragon slaying. That's true. That would be useful if anyone has I a mean, It was meant more for my dad slash mouthy axe, but... Well, is it specific to red dragons? No. Just it was given to me for that purpose. Who gave that to you again? I don't remember. Chris? Uh, where did... You've had that thing for a long time. I have. I honestly, I, 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 I'm sorry, I can't remember at the moment who gave that to you, where you got it from. Maybe Darcy? Did Darcy give it to you? Maybe. Although, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I think it predates Darcy, though. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think we're, I don't think we're entirely screwed. Mm-hmm. If we plan moderately and try to increase our chances of yeah, I think we just got to prep the ground. I also think a big issue is our lack of a cleric and healing spells, our bard, and support any sort of support class. Maybe Praxia would help. I wouldn't put your money on that. What? I wouldn't put your money on that. Well, I mean, a giant dragon is going to appear right next to her church, so she may want to help out. Well, it shouldn't be one of us, and it most certainly shouldn't be me that talks to her. Maybe Chani can handle that. Isn't that super powerful? Hmm? Perhaps, yeah, she's not very powerful. Mm Mm-mm. If we can make ourselves immune to poison, that's going to absorb a lot of what Narakesh can throw at us. How would we do that? That we've got we've got potions for that. Are there Well there's potions that make you resistant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she'd be coming to us, so that negates like <coughs> nasty layer effects. Or a lot of them. I mean, you know, the teeth and the claws are still pretty nasty. (laughs) If we can can mitigate the poison as much as possible, it it reduces the threat considerably. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, there there are a few things more horrifying than an ancient dragon. But hey, we killed the Baylor, so yeah, yeah, yes. we got we got that. Well, not you so much, yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah. Can I roll uh, something? What's how's a green dragon compare to a uh, Baylor? Roll me a nature check. Can I do it too? Sure. sure. I'm also curious. 
Ancient Green Dragon is a fair amount more deadly than the Baylor was. Really? Fuck! Mm-hmm. Does Narakesh that we know of have any other enemies we could maybe bring in? Probably. Chromatics don't even like one another, and the Metallics especially hate them. But then we'd be more likely that the uh, Green Dragon Lord will find out that to him back and then we actually murder her. That's true. Yeah. They can't want to kill us any more than killing us. Do I know if there's... He got over it a little bit. Do I know if there's one of the ancient metallics around here and if that would cause a, like a civil war for one of the <laughs> ancient metallics to kill Narakesh? Alright, well the, what, what, the metal, what the ancient dragons do is none of the dragonborn's business. So if an ancient dra- if an ancient dragon attacks another ancient dragon, the dragonborns ain't got shit to do about that because they they don't question their ancestors. Um, mm-hmm. uh, as far as locations, roll me a um, roll me a history check with advantage. See what you get. Uh, advantage uh, nineteen. All right, those are the chromatics. You don't really want to know where they are. Nope. <laughs> Maybe to avoid it. Yeah. All right, well, if you for sure know that Belnore... Oh, sorry, you're a Shandian, the Benevolent. Um, yeah, it's too far away. Uh, he's he's actually near Windhaven. Right. Um, let's see. Um... Both Sona and Belfiore, Belfiore, um, uh, they're both on the southern continent, as far as you know. Okay. Um, uh, Sokoshega, you have no idea where she, where uh, they are. She is um, <coughs> Calcrio the Ambler, the Silver Dragon. Um, last rumor you've heard is that he is in the Telvian Mountains. Sounds like a Along with Malphite? The, the mountain ranges are big. It's not just one mountain, so. All right. Ooh. And uh, uh is the second oldest of the metallics. Okay. Uh, uh, um... Were the Telvian Mountains east of the Iron Hills? Um, yeah, if you look at your Roll20 screen there. Um, yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Let me, let me get mine up. Oh, yeah, I see it. It's, in, it's kind of in the bottom right-hand corner. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's more the, than a of travel. Yeah. Hmm. So it doesn't look like there's there would be any close enough to get here in a month and a half. 
Unless we could somehow get them a message. Do you think the Dasks would have a way to contact them? Maybe. Faster than we could get there? It's worth a shot, anyway. I don't know. I, I, I don't know how receptive the Dasks are going to be to that suggestion. Yeah, we don't want the Dasks to know that we're planning on killing the green ancient dragon. Well, I think the Metallics already know. Um... Or at least, at least Uragil does. Um, but I don't know how receptive they'd be to the idea of getting the ancient dragons involved. I can ask my mother. Is your mother a dragon? No. No, um, but the, the Fae might be able to help. I mean, sure. I they'd, don't. Be, they'd be motivated possibly by, to destroy evil. But I don't think I don't think the Black Mountains would care, and they're kind of a ways away. We don't have any other allies around here. We can call them for help. As far as I can remember. What about that Lizard Queen? Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> scared of us, but not very powerful, I think. That's all right. <sighs> I mean, I think our best bet is to set up the spikes, have the whatever Rangram said ready to fire. <laughs> ready to kick ass. I mean, that's really what it's going to come down to. No. We need allies. Yeah. And would it, do you think anyone from the Queen's Party would would help us? Okay. She says, um... I fight, mean, saving your fight, save, from a... Saving the Rome from a dragon, um... Yeah, that would be that'd be something she could probably get into. Every little bit helps. And we just have to make sure we don't get the queen killed. Yeah. Do we know is from what you guys saw, did Narakesh seem like a spellcaster? Well, yeah, I think so. If I remember correctly. I mean, at the very least, she was a shapeshifter. She's very tricksy. Well, ancient dragons can do that. Yeah. Did she cast spells? She cast a spell. Did she cast a spell? She is a spellcaster. I, I mean, I don't remember if she did or not, but she is. And you know that. Okay. All right. Well, that makes things worse. <laughs> yep. All the ancient dragons are. You know what? We're fucked. <laughs> oh my god, guys, this is like, this is so reminiscent of like session two. Like, right? <laughs> but to be fair, I don't remember session two, but I'm so less worried about this than you guys are for some reason. Ten years like, 
Yeah, Nirstan is just ready. Um, no, I can contact Sylvian and see if they'll send a cleric to help us. That would help. Yeah. Of course, with our luck, I'd show up here and actually be a floppy cultist. Well, then we'd kill him too. <laughs> Can't think of anyone else that, would, that might help us. Rotark. Sure. <laughs> Every little bit helps. Also, I just want to point out on Sarah's cam right now, it's an adorable sleeping kitty. Oh, yeah. It has been for a while. It's adorable. I think Sarah's probably oh. asleep, too. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, that's a kitty. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, oh. She's moving. <laughs> All right, yeah, sorry. that cat is sleeping on Sarah's butt. Yeah. <laughs> so, so just so. get as many allies as possible as we can in town. Yeah. Mhm. Ah. thing is to the nomery. To the nomery. <laughs> the nearest city is Virtue's car. Does that seem like the kind of place we could buy bigger weapons? No. No, it's smaller it's smaller than New Haven, I think. No, yeah, it's it's bigger. Bigger. It is bigger. But it's a religious mostly, right? And it's, yeah, it's the the Church of Virtues is like the big thing there, right? Right, but if we need to buy a few bullets today. Mm-hmm. I mean it's sure. a commercial center. They would have potions and stuff, right, Chris? And yeah. Yeah, potions. We want the um ballistas. <laughs> Well, heavy uh, armory. Lorncar might be a better place to go for that. They have a lot of lumber. But how long does it take to get to Lorncar? Couple of days. Couple of days. Oh, yeah, like five days, right? Yeah. Okay, the scale is much smaller than I thought it was. Okay. You can also send a message to Krelson. This, this Krelson's a port city, so yeah, might they get stuff like that through there? I don't know about heavy artillery, but potions, absolutely. Well, yeah. But potion, potions we can get here. There's no potions still in town anymore. Oh, that's right. Shalton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, Shalton left. He came back. Oh, did he? Yeah. When did he come oh. back? I thought he left. He, he went to he go. His mom, his mom died. Mm-hmm. But then he came back. Then he came back. Huh. Okay. I know he is kind of a grumpy fucker, though. That's all right. We're friends. I'll go talk to him. I'm not a person who's an animal friendship, so. <laughs> I've got one if you need it. <laughs> I have one as well. I found it in that squid monster lair. Right. <laughs> yes. A couple eyes raised at the table. Squid monster lair. You didn't tell us about that part. You ever heard of a Morkoff? No, but it sounds terrifying. Squiddy yeah. and spidery at the same time. Ooh, um, speaking of the lair, um, we should contact Wyvernsdane. Hmm. He wants to fight a dragon. Isn't he in Windhaven? No, yeah. he's with, um... He's with Grim. With Grim. All oh, right, right. Yeah, I mean, we can... I think we send messages to everybody we've ever met. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and ask for as much help as possible. Sadly... Most of the people we've ever met want to kill us, but <laughs> I wouldn't say most. I would. The ones who aren't dead already. 
Hmm. <laughs> it's a very long list. Do we have allies who are particularly anti-Morad? If we believe the dragon and Morad are in cahoots, they might be interested. I mean, I could talk to Solari, but... The problem is, um, we kind of... When it came to choosing between people who were aligned with uh, Morad and people who weren't, we typically went with Morad. (laughs) Yeah. Well, things have changed. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying we burned a lot of bridges. (laughs) Ten towns. Just the ones... <laughs> the town deserved it. <clears throat> so it sounds like we've got a lot of letter writing to do. Mm-hmm. It's a letter writing montage. <laughs> dear, dear friend. Can Wyvern's being read? I assume um, so. You believe so, yes. Okay. Always use a semicolon after your greeting. <laughs> <laughs> and then just an Oxford comma breakdown in the uh-huh. middle. Oxford comma, Oxford comma. <laughs> so. All right. Well, I think that's just be as prepared as we possibly can. Uh, Thurgus so. says, I'll reach out to the, the queen and see what she thinks. Okay. Johnny says, I might have a couple people I can call in, too. I've got some favors out there that I, I've left the cash. Nice. Cool. Golly says, well, when we inevitably fuck this up, we can drink on me. Yay, if we're not dead. <laughs> if we're not dead. I mean, the four of us will be. Well, the three of us will be. You might be okay. Probably we'll not. <laughs> he is uh, chromatic jagged lord, so yeah. that might work against you. What? If it comes down to her deciding who to kill, that's like in the area surrounding her. <clears throat> so people she hates. She's a lot like, more angry at you than me. Oh no, like I mean she killed people she hates first, but I don't know if she's gonna when it comes to killing other people just for fun. Oh yeah. Yeah I Dragon funsies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not pleasant. Mm-mm. Um Okay. Do you think no? Because she moved layers. Calamity pours herself another huge bottle, uh, glass of wine. Another bottle of wine. Bottle of wine. One of, one of those whole whole bottle glasses. Yep. What was your question, John? Well, I was going to say, do you think there's any benefit to going in and examining her layer to see if there was anything? Do you want me to go back to it? Then I watch it. Yeah, you guys went back to it and been stripped. Yeah, she moved. So. Well, she took everything with her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of her treasures. Her literal hoard. Yeah. Yeah. Which also got banished with her, and maybe I'll come back, and then we can have it. Oh, it was in bags of holding on her. Oh, speaking of things, um, Rain Room, I want right line back. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Chinese says we have a lot of work to do, and I'm getting very, very buzzed, so I think I'm going to call it a night. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Sounds like a plan. Successful seance. 
<laughs> yeah. All right, so you guys head home. Um, and um, as you are as you are walking down the street towards your house, uh, you hear a familiar voice. Good familiar, or bad familiar. Uh, familiar. Good, good, I think it's good familiar. Um, it's uh, Ollivander. Oh, Ooh. the tailor. Uh, so that's the good part. There's the bad part, though. He's saying, "Help me! Help me!" Run to help. Run. Mm-hmm. As you guys I follow at a more reasonable pace for a character of his level. Um, <laughs> so it's dark at this point, um, and uh, it, it is a nearly full moon though that's come up, um, and you see standing in the moonlight of the street a large creature, uh, eight feet tall. Um, and you, it's gaunt. It almost looks like a zombie, uh, in some ways, but in its rib cage, you see Ollivander kind of reaching out through it. Um, flanking him are, uh, two, uh, looks to be ghouls, uh, and a couple zombies. Oh, did Veracast send us a present? I don't know, but we need to kill that thing. Roll for initiative. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm ready. Calamities have got a lot of stuff to work out. (laughs) I got 23. (sighs) Remember, you have advantage because you're attuned! I am attuned. I rolled a 10 and a 1. So, yes, I'm attuned. <laughs> oh, and at some point, um, we should talk about that cloak of invisibility. <laughs> Why? What happened to it? No, it's just I would be much more useful with that thing. Not why you're, you're invisible oh, already. Right. You can turn invisible already. You don't get my cloak. Not unless you give me something cool to replace it. It's the difference between it's the difference between minor invisibility and, and no. I mean, greater. like your stealth is literally ridiculous. <laughs> no, you would have a natural thirty. I'm keeping the cloak. Zombie, zombie. <coughs> There's a cute ostrich up in the air. Yeah, it's licking itself. Yep. <laughs> what? The cat. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not near, nearly as squishy anymore, which is good. God. All right, so, uh, Calamity, what'd you get for your initiative? Four. Four. <laughs> wow. <Narasana>. so nice. <laughs> Ten. Ten. Mm-hmm. Kel? Thirteen. Rangram? Twenty-three. All right, uh, roll me a religion check, by the way, if you'd like. <laughs> 
19 plus some. 21. Um, you get the idea that this is probably not Morad. Okay. Uh, because Morad doesn't doesn't care for creating oh. zombies and skeletons and what have you. Who cares for creating zombies and skeletons then? Necromancers, other people well, that aren't Morad. Um, yeah, but you actually get the idea um, based on some of the black ichor that this is this is probably sent by Flavi. Um, Yay! I wanted to kill something Flavi related today. Hey! <laughs> give you an example of what that looks like. Oh, that's ugly. Yeah. Okay, pull it back up. Oh. How big is it? Like seven feet? Uh, eight, eight feet tall. That's gross. So if I hit that with fireball, do I think I'm going to hurt Ollivander? Um, Not fireball, firebolt, because that's targeted. Um, you get the idea that um, Ollivander is dead. What? Oh. We didn't make it fast enough. No, no, this is... Uh, your religion check is really good. This is his soul. Oh. oh! So, like, he's dead already, and there's nothing I can do about it? Not at the <sighs> moment. So distressed. Um, Did you remember who Ollivander was, like, five minutes ago, Caitlin? He's a tailor! <laughs> outfit for Chalik! He made a tiny tux for Chalik. Yeah, he made a tiny tux and a little hat for Chalik. Made yeah. an, he made an enemy of uh, Veracas, too. Or Veracast made an enemy of him. That's right. What did I do? I don't. I you don't insulted remember. his tailor. You insulted the little suit he made for Chalik while you were drunk. Uh, Veracast did. Yeah, it was one of your carousing results. <laughs> but I do remember him going like something like soon. <laughs> so like out of character for a tailor. Ollivander did that? Yeah. Huh. Gonna throw the zombies out. I don't remember that at all. Oh, should I be on roll 20? Yeah. 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 Um, uh, Let's see. Make the... Try to make the ghouls here pretty distinct. Sorry, I should have had this. I meant to get this set up before I started. And no worries. <laughs> it's quite all right. It gives me a moment to look over my character sheet and remember how to play. I don't know why. Every time I read Flaming Ox, I actually read Flamingo X. <laughs> Flamingo X. Flamingo X. Our spy spinoff. All right. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. So, uh, yeah, here you are. Um, the Rangram goes first. Okay. 
did we were we able to do this this time? Uh, I'm gonna okay. hide. Oh yeah, let me get that. You should you should be able to move your own things now. Okay, I'm gonna hide. <laughs> I'm lucky. I get to roll that. Hey, that's much better. Uh, oh, that's right, halfling one. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty. Thirty-two. <laughs> All right. So, where do you move to? So, what I said about that—that that, uh, um, thing—is right. Not really. I mean, I because it would allow anyway. Um, it would allow me to move. Let's see. How do I? What's going? Twenty. Where are those circles in front of us? Why? It might not work on the touch interface. Okay. Give me just a moment mm-hmm. as I get into roll 20 on the computer. There we go. Hey Chris, is yep. there a way to do a split screen on the Mac? Uh, yes. If you hold down these uh, the full screen button, uh, and the so if you if you click it and hold it down, it'll pop up on one half of the screen, and then you can pick something on the other half of the screen. Um, the full screen button. Yeah, it's the uh, so there's the red close button, the yellow minimize button, and the green full screen button on your window corner. Yeah. Right, did you move your little thing? Yeah, because we had to pull it up. Sorry, just a moment. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, four. four three, Hey, there you go. Cool. All right, you run behind the house. Yeah. All right, the ghouls go. Mm. Is that going to be the end of your turn? Yeah, I think that's. I think that's all I can do, actually. Well, movement, bonus action, hide. Oh, so I could dash, maybe. If you wanted to. Out. Sneaky. Sneaking. Right. Sneaky, sneaking. All right. All right. So, um, let's see, the goal is to move fairly quick. So, so they're going to move up to you guys. Yeah. All right. So, each of you are getting an attack by some ghoul claws. Cool. All right, uh, let's see. Ne- Calamity. Uh, claw attack. Um, 
Uh, AC12, I'm sure, misses you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Narasthana, AC15. Missing? Nope, that hits. All right. And uh, Kel, I'm sure, A12 misses you. So. Yes, it does. All right, so... Um, Narasthana, you are going to take uh, six points of slashing damage. Okie doke. And um, make a constitution saving throw. False. Why? Because I asked you to? <laughs> natural 20. I was going to ask if I had advantage for any reason, but natural 20. Uh, so yeah, you, 20... Avoid, you avoid being paralyzed. Oh. Alright. Um, what's up, Kel? Alright. Um, oh, wow. I knew that one for a while. Oh, this is actually not all that good. Um... Apologies. Actually, it looks like Ollivander is still alive. He's just um, so, but yeah, uh, you do not have to worry about hitting him with your stuff, though. So he's protected by the ickiness around him. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. Well, I'm going to. Uh, run around this house to the right. There, I'm going to have to use a key point for Step of the Wind to do that. Uh, do you provoke an attack from the ghoul? or? I do! Alright, it's going to attack you. Uh, with its claw. Uh, AC 17. Nope. Alright. And once I am there... I will uh, remember you, remember you, or whatever. Um, I'm going to attack the big guy mm-hmm. twice with my staff. It's right. uh, 28 to hit. Yes, that hits. <laughs> That's going to be uh, 15 points of damage uh, plus... Nineteen points of force damage. Damn. Uh, and then a uh, twenty-eight to hit. That hits. 
Uh, eight points of damage, and I'm going to spend the key for a stunning strike, so it makes a constitution save. Okay. The DC is uh, 15. Okay. Uh, you got a total of 17. Alright, so it is not stunned. Alright. Uh, puts up Nersma. Alright, I'm going to cast Scorching Ray as a level 5, mm-hmm. which means I get to do attacks. I'm going to do it on the three ghouls, so the ghoul on the leftmost first. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15 plus 8 to hit. Math is hard. So 23 to hit. Hits. Uh, 16 to hit. Hits. Okay, both. Say middle guy then is um, uh, 17 to hit. Hits. Um, 20 lots to hit. Yep. 20 lots. <laughs> Math is hard. If I know it's going to be over 20, I'm just like 20 lots. 11 to hit on that one. That misses. Okay, so only one on the middle guy, and then on the guy to my right, uh, 20 lots, lots mm-hmm. to hit on that one. And 16 to hit. I think there's more than 20 lots. So, <laughs> so two, on the, two on the left, one in the middle, one two on the right. Okay, so then uh, for the one on the left, uh, this is D6, right? Yeah. So three plus... I add my charisma bonus to that, right? Uh, yes. Because yes. it's fire? Yep. So, seven. Um, plus... Twelve. So, twelve plus seven on the guy on the left. Okay. Ten on the guy in the middle. Boy. I've been playing. 23 on the guy on the right. Alright, so the guy on the left and the guy on the right just gets disintegrated into a column of ash. Um, I look at the guy in front of me. Actually, I look at the guy behind him and I say... Flavi needs to learn his place, which is not in this plane. I use Quicken Spell for two mm-hmm. sorcery points mm-hmm. and cast Firebolt the big guy. Okay. For 19. Uh, 19 will hit. All right. And then I need 3d10. Oh, that's a good hit. Uh, 23 to hit. Or 23 damage. All right. Nice. All right, he's looking pretty bruised up. Really? Nice. No, he's not. He's not bloodied yet, but that definitely definitely hit him hard. All right, uh, it's his turn. Um, he just says. Hmm. Flavi <laughs> wants you to know your place. And he is going to... Uh, 
All right. If you are in the yellow circle, roll me a constitution save. I don't see a yellow circle. Uh, do you guys not see it either? Blue? Champagne? Champagne? Are they gone? They look frozen. Yeah, they're definitely frozen. They'll oh, be back. Yep, we lost, <laughs> we lost them completely. Yeah, but I don't see a yellow circle on the... Uh, let me look at it again. Um, you don't see it around around the big guy? Mm-mm. It's weird. What about now? Mm, nope. Uh, wow, they lost the internet completely. Nope, now it's back. back. Hey, there we go. Hey! Sorry, we we lost you at the start of the big guy's turn. All right, uh, he told he told he told Narasana that uh, Flavia wants her to learn her place, uh, and then he created the circle. Do you guys not see this yellow circle around him? No, no. Man, is there a reason why they wouldn't be able to see an aura I put around a character? Um, if you right click on the token, there should be um two tabs. Mm-hmm. The second tab will control players can see mm-hmm. oh oh yep there it is okay there we go. so now i can see it all right if you're in a yellow circle roll me a con save okay. 23 that's a eight jeez all right, um... Sean, what'd you get? Oh, you're not in the circle. Never not in the circle. He was sneaking and ran away. All right, so <laughs> Kel, Kel, you'll take full damage in this. The rest of you will take half damage. Rot, rot. Great. I love taking full damage. Well, you are a meat shield, so it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> so. That's so gross! Yeah. I mean, not super, but sure. <laughs> Oh, man. I think you're Arby's shield, though, right? At the moment. Because <laughs> the dwarf tank left. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Kel, you're going to take uh, 54 points of damage. Whoa! Oh. Damn. Holy fuck! That's necrotic, right? Uh, yes, that is necrotic. Cool. Jesus. Uh, the rest no. of you will take uh, 27 necrotic damage. Wowzers. Nerissa, what does that put you at? 71. Okay, I missed the six from earlier that I dealt you. All right. Um, all right, so uh, that's its turn. It's going to actually... Uh, it's got a movement of 30, so it's going to move. Provoking from Kel. I roll a 25 to hit. That hits. How are you? I do not like you, Mr. Demon Person. Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. I actually get to use his claw attacks as well. So he's going to attack you twice more, Kel, before he moves away. Cool. (laughs) I like the way you say that. Um, 18, AC 18. 
it will miss, and I will actually use my reaction to do uh, tipsy sway. All right. And make him hit this ghoul instead of me. Okay. Nice. Let me, let me put him back. So he hits his, he hits his ghoul buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, ghoul buddy is already hurt, and it dies. So Cool. Yes, it, it gets torn in twain. Um, so, all right. So, the second attack, uh, AC 27. Oh, yeah. Um, so. Need all my dice here. What? See, now you're just being the jerk. <laughs> yeah, right. Holy shit. Who knew that DM standed for dick move? <laughs> I mean... We all kind of knew. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you guys. Yeah, I got no, I got no comeback. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you take. Let's see, seven, uh, twelve slashing damage. Okay. Oh, oh hold on. Uh, yeah, twelve, twelve slashing damage plus. You're gonna take some necrotic damage here as well. And another twenty-eight necrotic damage. Fuck! How much damage did you just take? It was forty in one turn. A lot. And he's moving back. Yeah, his 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 one, two, three, four. Oh, it's actually ninety-four that turn, right? The aura into attacks. Holy shit! Come and get me. Bloody. Yeah. All right. So you're in a, you're an attack of opportunity, kill. I had to use my reaction to make him kill his his uh, ghoul bro, so I don't get it. All right. Uh, he, he the devourer walks back. Calamity, you're up. Was he in my sphere of influence by any chance? No. Nope. No. Okay. How far away is he from me at the moment, Sean? Can you count? Oh, oh yeah, trying to find me. Three, four, five, about thirty feet. About thirty. Yep. Did the aura go away? Yeah, it should be gone. Oh, no, it's still there. Why is it still there? No, we can see it. It's gone for us. Um, I am going to cast. Actually, I'm just. I'm going to just do the three Eldritch Blast at him. Okay. Ooh, natural one. Also, Ollivander failed his first death save. So. Uh oh. Um, it's 22. Mm-hmm. That is 30. That hits. Wow. Awesome. So what about, what about my natural one? Oh. Oh. <laughs> um, um. It just blasts into one of the houses, um, smashing a window. <laughs> Property damage. You hear you hear a little old lady go, damn kids from inside the house. <laughs> damn kids in their eldritch magics. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Twenty seven? What lawn? Points of damage? Yeah. For the two of them. Okay. Together. All right. Wait. Thirty one. Alright. Puts up the zombies. Uh they shamble forward, doing their master's bidding. <coughs> um, 
So you're going to get two attacks from zombies, Kel. Cool. <laughs> Every time. Every time that amuses me. Uh, seven and a nine. <laughs> nope and nope. All right, round two. Rangram, you're up. Okay. Um, wow, it's only round two? Yeah. Holy fuck. And how does this thing look? Uh, it's it's hurt, but it's not yet bloodied. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to take a pot shot at it with my bow. Because I don't want to get close to it. All right. Roll me an attack. Uh, and what was your stealth result? Oh, it doesn't see it. Don't worry about it. It got, a, it got a three on yeah. its perception. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, I don't know, a lot. 25, 28. Yeah. Okay. 1d8 plus 9. And then that's a sneak attack because I'm hidden, right? You actually have advantage on that, so you might want to roll again in case oh. you get a 20. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you get your sneak attack. Uh, four, 10, 15, 16, 17, 18, 22, uh, 31. Points of damage? Yes. Now it's bloodied now. And then I will hide for uh, 23. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to move there. Okay. <clears throat> all right, uh, all the ghouls are dead. Cal, you're up. All right. Um, okay, cool. Um, the zombies are slow. I'm going to try and run around them. Get to here. You're going to provoke from both of them. That's fine. Uh, AC 21. Yes. And uh, I rolled a, uh, the second one rolled a one, so it does nothing. Uh, so the first one, though, is going to hit you. Uh, with a slam attack. Ooh. Four. Five hit points. <laughs> Wild. I okay. do it 25. Is that accurate? Uh, 25 hit points, yes. Okay. All right. Uh, two staff attacks and then two unarmed attacks. It's uh, 23 to hit. Hits. It's going to be 15 uh, bludgeoning plus... Sixteen force. So thirty-one points. Uh, second staff attack is gonna. Ooh, that's only a fourteen. Misses. Fourteen misses. All yes, right. It does. Uh, then unarmed strikes. Uh, Twenty-two to hit. That hits. It's gonna be six points of. Uh, mm-hmm. Bludgeoning damage. Uh, oof, 15? Miss. Okay. Uh, and let's see. It's 
part of my drunken technique. When I use flurry of blows, I get a disengage. So oh, nice. I'm to back off to over here because I think I'll be outside of his death zone. All right. Um, uh, well, the death zone, by the way, it's something that does have to uh, recharge. So, mm-hmm. um, unfortunately. It, May have recharged. Um, Nerson. Uh-huh. That's fine. That's, I, uh, I, I thought it was his turn. I forget Nerson to get to go first. Spoilers. It recharged. My religion check, do I know, um, or do I have a good idea whether radiant damage is going to hurt these things? Um, do you... Oh, shit. It's resistant to fire. Uh, uh, I... I I was curious about that. Since it wasn't resistant to fire, I figured it'd be resistant to radiant. Uh, so anyway, how, how much you you just hit it with the one firebolt, right? It was it was a good amount of damage. Uh, was it thirty damage points that you hit it for? With a firebolt, firebolt. I hit it with firebolt three d ten. I don't remember what I. It was oh, thirty. Twenty. It's twenty something. Twenty twenty five maybe. But we'll just say it was twenty. I'm going to give him ten hit points back. So. Still bloodied? Still bloodied, yes. So... Uh, but you, um, as far as you know, demons, um, you've seen them be resistant to fire and lightning and cold. Um, you've never seen them resistant to radiant, but you've also never seen them vulnerable to it either, so... Hmm. Uh, Alright, TikTok, what you doing? Well, I mean, I thought I had a plan because I knew what was going on, but then it just changed, so... Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> Um, how do I? I'm gonna move there and hate this trackpad. Can you see what I'm doing? Uh, yep. If I cast there, will I actually hit him? Is that part of his yeah, that's body? Just, he's in that square. Yep. All right, so I'll cast Sunbeam, mm-hmm. um, and it goes 60 feet, so they both have to make a con save. The zombie fails. Uh, the Devourer got a 14. Oh, yeah, my spell saves a 16, so they right. both fail. Okay. So they're both blind after this. That's helpful. <laughs> Zombie just disappeared. <laughs> Preemptive. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. Uh, 20... Uh, 30... 39 points of damage. And right. I don't care whether he's resistant to fire or not. I'm going to cast another firebolt at him. Okay. Roll an attack. Uh, well, yeah, it's because that's the only one that I really have. Yeah. So, attack. Nice. Um, 22 to hit. That hits. And 3d10. Where did my d10 go? Come back to me. Where did it go? Oh, that one worked. Okay. Um, so, this one. Nice. Uh, 19. 26, so whatever you want to do with that. Points. All right. Yeah. All right, it's turn. 
Uh, it's looking very damaged. Um, Icker pouring out of it. Uh, it's going to move up a bit. <laughs> all right. Um, I need all of you to make con saves. Yes. <laughs> I think I get a couple more squares. Sounds good. It's Twenty. Nineteen. Uh, Twenty-one. You guys are rocking these con saves today. Yeah. Rangram? Ooh. Um, Maybe. Uh, no, I, I failed whatever it was. <laughs> okay. Oof. Don't, don't make that sound, Chris. Uh, not oof? <laughs> It was. It's. It's a lot. I'm not gonna. Not gonna sugarcoat this. Rangram, you take 62 points of damage. Yeah. And actually, would that does that count as an attack, or is it some kind of a spell effect? So it's a spell effect. Okay. Um, everyone else takes 31. I'm at zero. So what do I need to get on my con save? Uh. You you've succeeded. No 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 no! I for sunbeam to keep my concentration. <laughs> oh, uh, you took thirty-one points of damage. So roll me it's DC uh, fifteen. Uh, it'd be fifteen. Wouldn't it be DC? It's half the damage taken. Oh okay. So. All right. Can I get it? Oh, thank God I get it. Advantage on that. Oh, natural twenty, motherfucker. Okay. Right. I rolled a one and a twenty. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, that was classic advantage right there. Yeah. All right. So, um, all right. So you, uh, Kel goes down. Uh, Rangram took. Th- Rangram's still up, but he's at, what twenty five now. Thirty nine. Oh, what's what's your maximum hit points? No, that's right. You adjusted. Sorry, my max is. I, I did the math wrong. My max is one eleven. Oh fuck! All right. I took toughness, so I'm at forty nine. Okay. And uh, I needed more hit points. Need <laughs> okay. Go down way too easy. All right, um, and then he's going to continue walking up uh, to here, uh, pushing that zombie out of the way. I guess he, huh. yeah, he can do it. He can share a square. Um, with uh, Narasthana, uh, you're going to take two claw attacks. Uh, let's see, AC 18. <laughs> yeah. And a natural 20. So. That ain't good. It's not. Hey, that ain't I, don't, I don't get to hit him because of Warcaster when he enters my square, does I? No, Do I? N- nice try, but no. <laughs> All right, so um, let's see. 
Uh, first attack deals 23 points of damage. Motherfucker. And then the critical... <laughs> I mean, I'm probably dead. You have a lot of hit points. No, no, I don't. I have eight to deal with this uh, critical hit. Huh. Never mind. Yeah. I'm, I'm out. Yeah, it's... I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop now. I'm at like 30 necrotic alone, so... Uh. Unconscious. All right. This went poorly quickly. Uh, puts up... Uh, Puts up and then so it moved all six up here. All right, puts up calamity. Um. Oh, and Ollivander uh, fails his second death save. Wow. Uh huh. How's it looking? Very hurt. Okay, I'm going to blight it. Alright. Wait. Uh, Wait. I'm not going to say anything. Hmm. Isn't that... Okay, we're yeah, going to blast it. <laughs> That's 21. Mm-hmm. 18. 21. All three hits. How do you want to do how do you want to do this? He was at two hit points. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> um I go to him and I, I say Tell Flobby that Zelios says he's a bitch. And then I <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so your three two of your two of your uh Eldritch Blast slam into him, the other one hits that other zombie that we're not gonna give a fuck about anymore. Uh, and as you hit him in the gut, right, as you hit him in the gut, he regurgitates Ollivander onto the ground, uh, and then uh, gets sucked into your orb. Uh oh! Killing blow. Ooh. Does a does a portal to another dimension open up? Yeah. No. Does the mall try to make a No. Uh, um. All right, uh, puts up. Uh, the zombies are dead. Uh, puts up. Rangram. Is there anybody left? Uh, no enemies that you can see. Okay. <laughs> I will run up to Ollivander and. <coughs> I mean. Because I saw Kill went down. Yeah, I don't know if you can see where that he picked up Ollivander. No, like, yeah. There's a tree in your eye. Yeah. So I will go um, pour a greater healing potion down Kel's throat. Go, 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 go. All right. Oh. Kel, you wake up. Three, six. 11 points of damage. Or 11, sorry. 11 <laughs> points of healing. 15. Not, not <laughs> 15 points of damage. <clears throat> is it? Yeah. 
Is it dead? Am I dead? Cal, it's your <laughs> turn. Yeah. I think I think you're okay. Okay. I will get up. Who else is nervous that we're still in fucking initiative order? Oh, that's well, right. Oh, that's her. <laughs> Fuck. One, two, three, four. Do I see Narasana? You see Narasana on the ground. You see like a sort of slime-covered human on the ground next to her. All right. Uh, both, <clears throat> both, both unconscious. I'm going to spin the key point for Step of Wind to get up to her and use a greater healing potion. Fourteen points of healing for Narasthana. Thank you, sir. Is it dead? I think so. There's a slimy guy over here. Narasthana? Does Ollivander need healing? Uh, he is he is unconscious and rolling death saves. I will give him a greater healing potion as well. This... Alright, we're out of combat. Okay, <laughs> that that's what it was. Now we're out of combat. Okay. <sighs> and... oh, I... Do I need to roll his points? No. Uh, though okay. It's a good thing because he would have died uh, the very next turn. The very next yeah. turn. Actually, he, he went after his, his save was after you, so he would have been dead. Well. So... You saved his life. Yeah. He coughs up. He coughs up some like slime. Oh, I say I've. I think I've. I think I've suffered a, a fall. Yeah. You need to go home, take a bath, and start to sleep. Yeah. Uh, sleep does, it off. That does sound quite amenable. Thank you. Thank you so much. How did he get a hold of you? I, I do not recall. I was. On the street, walk closing up my shop. I was about to walk across the street to the narwhal to enjoy a fine cup of some sort of libation, and everything went black. Not how pretentious he was. Yeah, so bluffing to die. Why would Why would Flavi be interested in you? He was just there. Just, just you know, across the street from our house. Um, yeah. Was it- as you look at a couple of the, uh, you, as you look at a couple of the zombies and ghouls, you realize you recognize them as other like members of this town. People you don't know the name of, but people you've seen around. Oops. They were they were zombified. They were dead. There was nothing you could have done. We're bringing brought destruction to this town. How long has it looked like they've been zombified for? Can you tell? They look fresh. Okay, so like, like before they ran into. <coughs> Ollivander. Yeah. And like freshly killed and then zombified? Yeah. Okay. So these aren't like corpses of people that have died naturally. Maybe we should alert Johnny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe someone who is and the guard in indecent indecent health should like yeah, go tell the guard. Right. I'm gonna sit here for a minute. Yeah. All right. While you guys take a short rest and catch your breath, uh, and go alert Chani and the guards, we will zoom out of this session uh, and call it there there for the week. Um, welcome back. Yeah. Experience points. Yes, you do get experience points. Yay points! Yay points! 
experience. That thing hit fucking hard. Yeah, yeah it did. Holy shit. That was a devourer. Those things are nasty. Yeah, CR 13 on those. We kicked its ass. Kind of. Uh, you guys each get 3,000 experience points. Nice. Wow, one more devourer and we're at our next level, right? Yes. Is that right? Yeah, just about. It was, yeah, it was the devourer plus some role-playing bonus in there, too. So you know. No, I'm just saying. We're getting pretty close. Like, Does it feel like level 12 went really quickly? Well, I mean, we did... During that period, you did kill a Baylor. So. Yeah, I mean, the Baylor yeah. had a lot to do with it, but I feel like level 11 lasted forever. Level 11 was also very RP-heavy compared to some of the other levels. So. Yeah, we've been doing a lot of killing lately. <laughs> All right. Um, what what is your experience total at, by the way? One seventeen two fifty. One seventeen two fifty, and you level up at one twenty. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Awesome. Well, if the DM gives us something significantly large enough to kill next uh, session, maybe we can. Dragon. Yeah, oh, you still have you still have a little ways to the dragon. It's yeah. It's a only it's, it's only the second rebirth of rebirth. You got a month and a, a, little, a little less than a month and a half left for that. So no, the funny thing is, a month could last one session, or it could last eighteen. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Or it could last seventy. Seventy, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? So, are we playing next weekend? Because next weekend I'm going to be in my own house again. Yeah. Yeah, I'm up for next weekend. I'm down. Yeah. Um, How's it looking, Amanda? I probably can. I have to be at in Chicago for a shower that morning. When I might be able to get back in time. Cool. Okay. You can't shower.